I'm the uncanny day spring. And I'm the adjectiveless Flinkman. And welcome to our 2022 Best of Marvel Legends list! I can't believe that 2022 is already over and we're already like ranking toys. Like what the, how, where's the time gone? So there's this website called like figure.co or something like that. I don't know. Jeff sent me the the link to it, but they break down Marvel Legends by the year. Do you know about this website? I don't. I don't. Tell me. Tell me. Okay. Well, they they break down like legends by eras and years, which I thought was like really fucking cool. Like yeah. apparently two, 2008 to 2012, I think they delineated that as like the Hasbro kickoff era or something like that, which we all remember. That's but putting it nicely. But they also list um, by the year and they tell us how many figures we've got in, how many baths. And this year, they, according to them, they say we had 114 figures, five baths, nine waves, and 45 exclusives. What? 45 exclusives? Oh, my God. Okay, so in the grand scheme of things, I bought, like, no Legends this year compared to, like, what they released, apparently. I- I'm so glad you said that because I was actually thinking about that. I was like, I definitely did not buy that many figures this no. year. No, and I feel, I mean, I especially the last couple of weeks when uh, it, like basically everything I ordered from Pulse arrived like all at the same time because that just seems to be how it goes in, in pandemic era uh, toy shipping. But like, it seemed like I bought so much. But when you say, you know, over a hundred and, did you say 140 or 114? 114 figures, okay. five baths, nine waves, and 45 exclusives. Now, I don't know if the 45 exclusives goes towards 114 figures. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd i be curious yeah. about that. I'd be curious too, but I can I can tell you for sure I did not complete nine baths. Uh, spoiler alert, I think I only completed one who may or may not show up on this list later. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, that that's wild. Like, Somebody who's constantly buying toys like I am, you think that I would I, I would have some sort of like recognition of 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 the amount that they actually release, but it seems like I was a very conservative collector uh, this year, all things considered. I, I I think I was too, but wait, I, I pulled up the website, so it's figurelist.co, and I just clicked on the Hasbro era, and they have it divided into five eras for Hasbro. Do you want to hear them? Because I think I would love to. I hope they're shady. There's got to be a little shade in there, right? Okay. There is a little shade. Okay. So the modern era is 2019 to 2023. That's modern era. That's how they're delineating it. Golden era is 2016 through 2018, which I think that's fair. We did sort of kind of start getting a golden era with Hasbro around there. No, I think that's when like X-Men started trickling back in. So I'll allow that. The Infinite Era, which is 2014 through 2015. Yeah, I mean, that's when they had that packaging and you had like yeah. Black Cat and Red School with the Tesseract. So, yeah, okay. The Infinite series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the return of 2012 oh through God. 2013. I, I remember the return of Marvel Legends. It baffles me that that's already 10 years ago. It blows my mind. Blows my that mind. Should, that should be the anniversary we're celebrating. Seriously, then, where's our anniversary hope? And then so the kickoff of the Hasbro era, which is, what was it, like 2008 through 2011 here, is called the Dark Ages of Hasbro. I mean, they're not wrong. I, they, I, I, I was hoping for a little bit of shade, and, and that's the era that I, w- I would want the shade. I mean, I, let's be honest. I, bought, I still bought them like fucking crazy, but yeah, I, it was not 
it certainly wasn't the the greatest time to to be a Marvel Legends collector, and I'm glad that we have moved on to the the golden age and and now now the modern age of uh, Hasbro MLs. So 2022, bitch, was the 20th anniversary of Marvel Legends. We are fucking old. Like, I dude, I I literally started collecting Marvel Legends when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, high I school, was, high school. I like, remember Toad at True. I, like yes. just on the shelf there and i was like oh should i pick him up <laughs> should i i don't know like <laughs> yeah you definitely should i mean captain america was actually my my first uh but i you know that first wave i've got such such good memories of of walking into uh toys r us as like i'm pretty sure a high school junior you were a junior you're younger so yeah and you finding... were a high school junior junior and, and and we hadn't had really any Marvel figures worth mentioning for a while. I think the line, uh, you know, the Toy Biz line kind of Marvel lines sort of wound down uh, at the turn of the turn of the century. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, and we had really only been getting, I think, like some like comic shop exclusives. Like I remember we got like a Spider Girl and American Dream and like all of those like M2 like figures yeah. uh but we hadn't it had been a while since we had like a a, a toys r us you know a, a, a mainstream marvel figure line and it was just it, it, it changed the game like i honestly sometimes i question whether i would still be as dedicated of a fan to like marvel and comics as i am if marvel legends hadn't come along like seriously i i, I it's well it was a great era i mean Folks at home, 2002, um, X2 hadn't come out. Grant Morrison's new X-Men was still underway. Yeah. And it was just like a return to form. I don't think I would come back to the books until the following year. Definitely 2003. Like Same. fall of 2003 is when I would go back to the X-Books. And when the I would mansion. Start yeah, that was yes, it was exactly the same one. That film yep. Menace cover with yep. Gene and Emma. That's it. Yep. Like every gay geek just came back. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Like you, you, you have you know set my wallet on fire for the last you know <laughs> twenty years with your beautiful renditions of Gene and Emma. Thanks, thanks, fucking Phil Jimenez. Thank you for ruining our lives and our bank accounts. I actually told him that when I met him that like, well, not that he ruined my life and my bank account, but like <laughs> when I met him, I was like, you, your cover. I believe it was new x-men one it was 141 143-ish yeah it's around there because here comes tomorrow's in the 150s yeah or the yeah. last one's like 152 uh, well yeah and I, I let him know i was like your cover brought me back your like i am obsessed with everything you did and now this is all your fault thank you well you know i, I it was such an interesting time because like the books and even the action figures i feel had like overstayed their welcome in my life like i i dropped off officially around zero tolerance that's sort yeah. of where i dropped off and i like checked in here and there like i would get i would still get x-man um obviously i would still get x-man cost co comics but like i would sporadically come in like marvel selects were still happening like the electro with the balcony i remember yeah. i kind of got hurt well she came out in 2003 ish era the swappable um, legs yeah <laughs> And then what else? And then the Mutant X series. When did the Mutant X series come out? 
Because that wasn't that was definitely a comic shop exclusive. Yeah, that was like that era I was talking about. So that would have probably yeah. been like 99, 2000, probably. Yeah. So it felt like we were kind of like all fractured. There was no cohesiveness. And then the Marvel Legends figures started coming out. And then as more since new X-Men became more and more popular, people started saying, ooh, are we going to get new X-Men figures and stuff yeah. like that? And that's, I think, to your points, when we started getting organized. And, and then I spent a summer in New York, um, like two years later. And I had already become like a full-blown hunter again. Yeah. And there was the true in Times Square. I'll never forget Series 6 with Phoenix, Deadpool, Juggernaut Cable, like was coming out and yeah. we were all waiting outside. And then True just opened up their doors at like eight in the morning and they were playing Go Speed Racer Go as we all like bolted <laughs> up the escalator. I mean, it was an era. It was, it was a time. I cannot believe this is 20 years of history. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. And I feel like that series in particular, series six, was kind of when things shifted uh, for yeah. me personally. That was the first wave. I think that was uh, super, was it super X-Men heavy? I, I yeah, yeah, I, I, think yeah it was, Deadpool, I think it was majority. Phoenix, Juggernaut. And Juggernaut wasn't even a Build-A-Figure. We didn't even have Build-A-Figures then. Mm -mm, and no. Gene came with a Phoenix effect, like the Phoenix base. That we're all still using. <laughs> well, I know. that Why and here comes tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, I love the here comes tomorrow Phoenix oh, space. But it, what incredible. the fuck, Hasbro? Give us a Phoenix space. I mean, I if we get one, it's just going to be a repurposed uh, Songbird power effect. I just know it. I just know. <laughs> it. <laughs> but it was definitely like an era and a vibe, and I'm really glad to see that so many people have entered like the Marvel Legends yeah. collecting, you know, sphere. But guys, I'm telling you. It was a vibe in the early aughts. Like we were literally going nuts. And then there was that dark era era yeah. of Hasbro where everyone's like the line is dead. And then the return of Marvel Legends with Hope Summers. Boom. That's how that's how we're here where we're at today. Yeah. And I mean, not to say that that hope, not, not to say that those return of Marvel Legends figures were like any great shakes, but like certainly they were improvements over your Banshees and your Emma Frosts. Uh, uh, and, 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 and clearly they were successful because, you know, we're, we're still going 10 years later. Unbelievable that that era was 10 years ago. I'm just, well, my, my mind is blown. Well, think about this. We had the Annihilus wave, Emma Frost, and this year we got the HasLab Galactus. Yeah, I we, mean, we've come a long <laughs> way. <laughs> um, Galactus fever, I feel came and went, <laughs> I, 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 you know, Galactus is literally still in his shipping box right in this corner. You haven't opened him? I still I don't know why I'm pretending to be surprised. <laughs> I know. That's so I, disingenuous I, for the folks at home. I know. Well, yeah, like, like I, I knew. Yeah, you, he knew. He knew. But it's just, I, he's so big. He comes with so many pieces. Once he's open, I have to deal with that. Like, not yeah, just. commitment. Not just like the large figure, but the alternate heads, the bonus figures, all the power effects, this, that, and the other. It's just, I, I don't know. It has overwhelmed me. I, he's, I know he's beautiful. Like everybody's reviews have, have blown my mind. And when he's open, when I finally pull the trigger on a Fantastic Four display, it's, it's going to be like second Christmas. I, I'm, I'm probably going to make time to deal with my life and deal with my Galactus uh, over the, over my new year's break. I have a couple of days off and you know, it's getting, it's getting a little stale in this nerd room. I need to freshen. Wait, things up are you doing a fantastic four display? I didn't know that. I mean, that I, I truly to. didn't know. I, yeah, I really want to uh, it's, you know, I've got fantastic four is, you know, second to X-Men as my, as my favorite 
uh, Marvel like franchise of 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 characters. So uh, I I really want to, especially with 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 Franklin coming out uh, in the new year. Um, I, I love me some powerhouse and, uh, I, I, I need an excuse. I spent $400 on this freaking Galactus. I have to do something with him. Oh, and by the way, the, the Terax and fallen one, uh, and fire Lord are also sitting on top of my unopened Galactus also unopened waiting for their master to, to be free so that they can also be free. Did you buy two Galactuses? Remind me. I did. Yeah, you did. So you have two Galactuses. I do. And they're both sitting like right there. It's funny. The last time we recorded, actually, when we uh, did our interview with uh, Sam Hatmaker, my laptop and, and, and Mike were actually sitting on my unopened Galactus box. Uh, you know, I'm finding ways to utilize him in, in his slumber. Uh, you know, he'll he'll be free soon. And I, 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 I can't wait to see what everybody has been raving about. I just have to get my mind focused and, and ready for the onslaught of, of, you know, crap he comes with that I'm going to have to deal with. It is a huge commitment. He came in when we were moving and like, I didn't know what to do. It was like having like a fucking toddler and like yeah. every, even now it's like, Oh, Galactus is in the way of everything. Cause it's like having a third human being in your, in your loft. And I'm like, okay, Galactus, here you go. I don't know. He's in the closet right now. That's why I have I don't have him in the box. Wait, do I have him in the box? I don't remember if we put him in the box, but I put him in the closet because he was just in the way of everything. Right. right. Like and he's literally my nephew, my cousin's son, literally is smaller than him. Like oh he is God. bigger than a one-year-old baby. Yeah. Like I believe there's that. no lie there. Like that, like, mm. but it is a commitment because he comes with a lot of stuff. But I feel like last year we were all so excited when Galactus was announced. Yep. We were all like, you know, the tears we needed to get Frankie, you know, Nova, like everyone wanted Nova. And then I feel Galactus shipped in October. Everyone yeah. posted the reviews and then that's it. He doesn't like that's it. He just disappeared. Well, I yeah, I mean, well, he'll be free again soon. And I I'll 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 stir up Galactus fever again when I I finally when I finally let him loose from his cosmic slumber. I I, like I I know I'm gonna love him. Like I know he's gonna be, you know, we kind of decided together that he wasn't eligible for this list because he's, you know, a yeah. thousand times more expensive than all of the other, you know, figures that we, okay, thought that's dramatic, but you know, he is significantly <laughs> more expensive uh, and a lot more detail was put into him. Well, than maybe a thousand times more for characters like Speedball who are oh like on Target for like $6. I was oh, like, no. Poor Robbie Baldwin. Hasn't he been through enough? Didn't, didn't I... Civil War put him through it enough? That's listen, that's where my love for Robbie came from. I'm not like a huge Robbie fan, but I love spoiler alerts for our list. He did not make my list in the end, but it's because of Civil War when he was penance that he sort of like that. that he had a special place in my heart for that. OK, well, I need you to not put in the Hasbro team's head that that's the penance figure we want in Marvel Legends. OK, <laughs> is not the oh, my we God. Want. Do you remember how angry people were uh, were on the CBR message boards yes. when his name was like penance? And like, there's no penance because M was sort of, you know, in the in the ether. No one knew where yeah. she was at at that point. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. That is not our penance, Hasbro. Hashtag not our penance. Not our penance. Not our penance. 
Not our penance. Okay. So the other thing that happened this year is that we did get the celebration of the 30th anniversary of the X-Men animated series. Yes. We got the VHS waves, but yes. then like the last Hasbro stream, they hit pause on it on the, on the VHS like series. Well, who, who do you, who, who's left? Who's left? Who do they need? I to agree. Do? Well, Xavier was the only one I was thinking Xavier or Magneto were the only two that I was like, they should have released. I agree. I agree. And I think, I think a lot, I, 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 I think that the like retro card line obviously was meant to tie into the VHS uh, simply because, you know, they didn't give us rogue. They didn't give us gambit. They didn't give us beast. They didn't give us apocalypse uh, with the cell shading, but they definitely released versions of those characters with the brighter colors that fit alongside the VHS. So I think, they, they cheated a little bit. They cheated a little bit. They, they gave us the, the designated line and then they gave us like, you know, characters that you can, you can fudge with it. And I think, you know, overall, when you consider those figures, we got most of the team, I think. I mean, but I do agree. Xavier and Magneto were kind of uh, glaring omissions, but how are you going to fit Xavier into, into a VHS set? Anyway? No. Give me the DVD box set. <laughs> the DVD complete box series. set. But yeah, oh my God, that's brilliant. Hasbro should hire you. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And I and I love how they were coin sneaky, giving us Gambit, Rogue, even Storm at the time, plus, you know, Beast. I, I love that. I feel like the, the entire line was a little disorganized if I had to be, you know, kind of frank and critical because yeah. it feels like they wanted to release all of them and you had a beautiful VHS display and you got Sinister, you got Mystique, you got Gene and, and Storm. And then you got the cell shading and then they just stopped it. But then right. simultaneously, we already got RetroCard, Rogue, Gambit. And, and those are great figures. That Beast figure, the one with the lab coat, like the re-release on the RetroCard, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I feel like they just didn't pick a style run with it. Because I, if I was in marketing, I'd be like, oh, this is so easy. Just let's repackage this RetroCard Rogue. Boom, that's it. We right. make profit. We already have mold. But I think they probably got shoehorned because they're like, oh, it's going to cost a little bit more because we have to self-shade her so she can yeah. fit in with the rest. But I wish they hadn't done the self-shading. I wish they would have just re-released these figures, maybe with brighter colors. And yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think that's why I... Uh, prefer the retro card uh, line to the VHS line because I, you know, I don't like cell shading. I don't like the cell shading at all. Um, I just think it looks weird and I don't think it's consistent across the characters. So like your light source for Cyclops is different than your light source for Jubilee. I like, it's just weird. Well, um, you ruined Wolverine for me because I was so excited for that Wolverine figure and I will never forget the morning we were talking about it and you're like, yeah, but babe, it looks like he wet his pants. <laughs> like, yeah. and, I was, and literally my face dropped and then because I had him on display because he was the first one. I got him in Jubilee. And I literally turned around and looked at my display. And all I see is Wolverine with wet underwear. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, thankfully, you know, I, I think they heard me because uh, none of the other figures have looked like they're peeing their pants since. So, you know, thanks for, for listening to that very uh, specific and crucial uh, feedback that, that, that I provided. I, you know, it, that's a, it's a great Wolverine figure. The colors, the yellows and the blues are so vibrant. He looks great, but just that I can't handle the shadows. You know, I just can't. All right. So a little bit more on this year before we dive into the yeah, list. Yeah. Now I'm giving a trigger warning for you and everyone at home has lab of vengeance. Ah! 
Do you like how I just casually moved my head to expose the <laughs> Madeline Fryer shrine? Shrine. <laughs> like we have to, we have to have a moment of silence for Maddie because that it, it's it traumatic. Could, like I don't. It could I don't, have been the fall of Goblin Queen. It could have been the fall of Madeline Pryor. She is on the ascent in the comics. She's finally getting her due a little bit. You know, I have some thoughts as to, you know, how they, 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 they turned her into a, you know, a good character in New Mutants. And then they immediately pulled the rug out under her and had her be the evil Goblin Queen again. Whatever. I, that's just kind of how Marvel operates with her. But she's oh, I got having feels on that. a moment. Yeah. She's on in, countless covers right now. She's getting her own variant covers. She's finally like ascending to to even though I don't want her to be a villain she's at least ascending to like a level where she's a real threat and she's like a, a powerhouse villain in the Krakoan era which the X-Men need some some mutant villains in this era they can't all be besties so yeah I agree she really could have had this this triumphant moment this fall where it was you know Madeline's moment finally and they had to tie it to a HasLab that I don't think anyone but me uh was ever excited about uh, I mean, like, I in the end, obviously, I jumped on board. I was so excited. The second she was unveiled, I was like, I'm going to get her. I don't feel it was fair the amount of backlash the Hasbro team no. got because they unveiled her. They were very clear up front in the stream that they were going to do evil adjacent characters yeah. to Ghost Rider. They, yeah. they teased her brooch. They're like, is that evil apple pie? And I've said this story countless times. I spoke with Dwight at New York Comic Con. He was very frank about it. He was here like, this is one of the only ways we can get Maddie out the door. It had to be that costume like that. Her torso is removable so you can recustomize it to how it's supposed to be a little bit more comics accurate. And I just feel people unnecessarily came after after them, especially since yeah. they've never had a history of being duplicitous with us. Nope. It's almost like they were like, oh, the Hasbro Trim's trying to exploit X-Men figures. I'm dropping out of this. And I was like, why is everyone turning on them? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, we have been, I mean, some of us have been through this since 2002. The, Dan, Dwight, and Ryan have been so transparent yeah. on the streams. They've been frank with us. I, I do not feel that level of backlash was merited by people who were, who I like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I just, I didn't, I, I, I'm sad the pro we've broken it down obviously countless times on this podcast and we have like mixed feels about the engine of vengeance. But at yeah. the end of the day, I don't think it was ever something duplicitous or they were being nefarious with it. They were very upfront from day one that Madeline was going to come. And that's what I think really bothers me is the toxic undertones that, that the backlash, you know, there's always going to be dissent. There's always going to be people who are, you know, think that for some reason, a toy company has it in for them, but there was just something so toxic about it this time. And it was just so yeah. disappointing to see. I actually, you know, you, 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 you were all in once Madeline was, in, was announced. I actually, once she was announced, I pretty much disengaged with the project because I saw where it was going um, because I have, I have backed failed Haslabs before I backed the star Wars rancor. I backed the star Wars, you know, Reva lightsaber from, from oh, I'm sure people were having a field day with that. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And for the most part, the Marvel legends community has not had that level of toxicity in it because, you know, I've said it a million times, nobody hates star Wars as much as a star Wars fan. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so I've, 
I expect that in, in kind of in that fandom, which is why I only, you know, dip a toe in to that <laughs> fandom here and there. It's just so freaking toxic. But I, it was really surprising to see it for Marvel. It was really surprising to see it for Maddie, as excited as I am that she has all of these passionate fans out there who are coming out of the woodwork. Um, it, it just, it was really disappointing to see people twist, you know, a business decision into these three guys are out to fuck us and, and I hate them, you know, was kind of the, yeah. the vibes that I'm getting. And I'm like, these are just people doing their jobs. These are just people trying to please fans. And they have given me no reason to believe that this is a calculated move to, to trick their fan base into buying something they don't want. I, it, it just, it's not, I, I don't question their motives at all. If they say that they yeah. had, this is the business decision, this is how it had to be. I believe them. And I think it's really kind of sad that so many people contorted it into this big drama when it, it ain't all that, you know? Yeah. It's, I, I mean, listen, you, you summed that up perfectly. I don't think there was any ill intent behind it. These are people who have always been in our corner. They are fans first and foremost. Yep. I mean, we've had we've had them on the podcast. They've done videos, spoilers for later on in this in this episode. But they have always built a sense of community. Yeah. It really is baffling to me that people came at them for that. You know what I mean? And listen, I, I was an intern at Marvel like 20 years ago at this point. But I, I assure you, there is a legal team. There's an entire team dedicated to approving a figure, how it looks, all that stuff. I can very much believe that this is probably one of the only ways to get someone like Madeline in that yeah. costume. And it has to be, it's just the way it is. It's business. It's not, there, there, there's nothing ill behind it. And I feel it was unfair. But I feel like Marvel fandom in general because last night I was talking with Michelle and Justin and we got drunk and we decided to talk about the MCU. But it was a very, like, Marvel was very polarizing this year. Also not surprising, having having come up on Foosh, we should... Foosh <laughs> <we should>, uh, <laughs> and CBR of, and Shades of Grey. <laughs> my God. Well, Shades of Grey is a very open community. I don't want to throw shade at that defunct message right. board. But very passionate vocal fans. And I don't want to sh throw shade at, at the people behind Foosh either. They have always done a really great job oh, yeah, uh, of course. cutting out the toxic parts of, of that, banning people. And it's actually quite pleasant over at Foosh these days, but... God, jumping back to, you know, 15 years ago, 2007, the Annihilus oh wave, God. things were, things were grim. Things um, were grim there. And we've come back before. So I, I, I don't think, you know, all of these, these so-called, these people who, who say they're going to quit, quit collecting, uh, number one, they probably didn't. And number two, eh, you know, we can, we, we've survived people, you know, quitting the line before and we've come back better than ever. And I'm just, it, it's, the the level of entitlement and racism and bullshit is concerning, but I'm not concerned that the actual hobby itself is going to be impacted by these outliers. No, I mean, listen, it, people who virtue signal whatever, like I'm going to quit, or, I'm going to do this. Like, I never trust that. Like, no, put your no. money where your mouth is if, uh, on all sides of the spectrum. And also, yeah. like, here's the thing. Joe Casada said this back in the day, and I think this is really smart. It's instead of complaining online, vote with your dollar. That's it. I don't buy Iron Man figures, although I really do, in retrospect, really wanted that retro card Iron Man. Do you have it? No! Fuck you! Fuck you! I don't know why I missed a pre-order on him. No! Oh my uh, god. I'm buying look at that mullet. Oh my god, I'm buying him after this. I'm buying him after we're done here. I have the Mafex one, obviously, but that one's much better. 
I was I, I I was not going to buy him. You know, I don't really care about Tony, uh, mm-hmm. as evidenced by my anti Emma joining his cast uh, rants mm-hmm. this last week. But I, you know, my oh, coworker Tony Stark Edgar, and Emma Frost is coming. Sorry, <laughs> as long as she doesn't take his last name. Um, <laughs> I yeah, my coworker Edgar actually he's he's a really great guy. He's a really terrible influence though because he always mm-hmm. brings his new toys by my desk as soon as he gets them. Uh, and I, it, it was him showing me this Iron Man in person where I was like, oh, fuck, I have to get that. And now I'm like on the verge of buying this Spider-Man and his amazing friends three pack because he brought the Spidey from that set. And that Spidey figure, it, it's like the perfect, most perfect Spidey figure I've ever seen. And like now I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I'm just going to oh, have no. all these 90s or not even 90s, all these animated Marvel figures that I don't know what I'm going to do with. Well, it's funny. I had the uh, Marvel and his amazing friends, Spider-Man and his amazing friends on pre-order, but because my, my PayPal got hacked when I was in Alaska, do you remember? I had to, you have to individually switch every order to your new PayPal or your new payment method. I totally missed it. Totally missed it for Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And I was like, eh, it's fine. I can pass on it. But again, spoilers for this list, someone who gave us a video put that on their top list and i was like damn it now i do want it so i'm actually looking for tony right now i really want Get Tony. Him. he's that's great. what i really want but anyways vote with your dollar because i assure you i don't buy any of the mcu figures and that's it i don't make a fuss about it like vote with your dollar if you don't yep. like a specific character fine that's within your right just don't vote with just don't be angry and vote with your dollar that's it don't ruin it for other people who are enjoying it right don't turn people against something just because you don't like it so do you think it was a good year for Marvel Legends? I think it was kind of a mixed bag, to be to be perfectly honest with you. I think... Ooh, um, I, didn't, I didn't expect that answer. Yeah, tell me more. Well, I, I think we did get a lot of really great figures, and I'm excited to, to discuss them with you. But I think kind of as an X-Men fan, it was a little disappointing. Uh, you know, the VHS wave, which was not something I was super interested in, kind of dominated the X-Men. I think we only got one proper x-men wave if i'm remembering correctly the bone breaker wave is the only build a figure wave we got that was kind of disappointing to me but you know uh at at, at the same time we got some really incredible figures out of it we got some things that have you know we got to cross some characters off of of the want list we got some left field choices uh that i never would have expected who showed up and were you know amazing figures but i the 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 fact that we didn't you know the fact that we didn't get x men in the way that that i prefer them and the fact that there was so much negativity in the fan base uh this year did kind of drag it down a little bit for me but you know i not to any extent that i i i'm not you know thrilled to be sitting here review you know doing a year in review marvel legends with you it it, it just it was a mixed bag it was a mixed bag it wasn't quite the year I wanted it to be, but I, I'm, I'm still thrilled, you know, with everything that we did actually get. And, you know, spoiler alert, you know, we're going to talk about it in more detail later, but 2023, you know, 60th anniversary of the X-Men looks like it's going to pop all the way off. So I, I, I think maybe they were just saving, you know, the X-Men for, for the anniversary and already my mind has been blown. So I, I, I know. I agree with you on that. Like, I definitely feel like Hasbro was like, okay, we're going to have a really big year for the X-Men next year. So let's hold back on the X-Men a little bit. 
I think here's the thing. Like there was a lot that I didn't buy, but there yeah. was a lot I was excited for. And I realized that they covered a lot of ground and, and certainly legends this year was all about looking to the past instead yeah. of looking forward. Like we had a lot of nostalgia, like we had Spider-Man and his amazing friends that box set. We had the West coast Avengers set with like, white vision and scarlet yep. witch we got some we got we got the deadly genesis era characters you yeah. know i mean it, it's insane to me that they covered that much ground i mean and again the aforementioned x-men animated you know vhs wave so i really wish we would have gotten some of the more modern figures like we we have been talking about this forever we want m in her krakoan era with yep. the swappable penance parts right so we we want a, like a house of x emma and stuff like that I, i'm shocked that they look more towards the past than the than the future. I know they do the MCU current stuff, but listen, regardless, I think they had a great year in terms of all the ground they covered. I think the one thing I have to give mad props for to Hasbro 4 is that they have a sense of community. I yeah. mean, anytime a figure gets revealed, I mean, you see it on the feeds. That's it. Everyone is blasting it. Everyone's yeah. excited for them. They We've come a long way from the days of having to wait for uh, Toy Fair and San Diego Comic Con, and if we were lucky, there was an offsite at New York Comic Con. But San Diego and Toy Fair were the only times we yeah. genuinely got reveals, and now we're getting them monthly. So, right. it, and it, it's it, and they and the, and the hype does not die down for it. Right, right. The way that that you know Hasbro has engaged this community uh, and really made it a community is really smart because back in the day. Back in the day, how many times have we said that already? I know. Uh, you know, we were on Foosh and maybe once every three to six months, Jesse Falcon might pop in and answer a few questions here and there. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, you were right. It was press releases and events and it, it was not, it wasn't a community. Um, and for better or worse, we have a community now. I know I just kind of railed against the certain <laughs> aspects of the community a little bit, but I'm happy and proud that there is a community um, you know, I'm happy that we have so many people that want to interact with us about yeah. Marvel Legends. It's just... Oh, I know. Like, anytime something drops, like the DMs. And bitch, I got fan mail for you, too. <laughs> the Flinkman! <laughs> Flinkman. What do we... Uh, the Flinkman? Yeah, there we go. I was yeah. like, what did we call them? And you're like, Flinkman, you dumb idiot. <laughs> the Flinkman. Uh, um, no, I, I, I love... I, I, you know, I obviously, I love that. Uh anyone can feel free by the way uh to, to just go ahead and reach out to me i know that you know at power of x-men is the official official podcast but you know if you ever want to talk nerdy at flinkman i'm i'm there and i respond and uh, you know slide into your dms slide into my dms baby my husband don't mind well the only thing i'm going to say about this year that i noticed that was different and i want your thoughts on this was i went from calling targets and toys r us's and walmart's and like seeing what they have in their inventory or, and checking that app that you could, you know, do the Brick UPC seat. code, Brick Six, whatever it's called. Um, I stopped doing all of that. My yeah. legends, I all ordered this year. Yep. I, instead, in lieu of, of going to the store, I was waiting for the UPS guy, the Amazon guy, whoever um, to deliver their pa my packages. So I was waiting for my building notifications. So that's the only thing like I kind of miss. I miss the Same. hunt. I, I really miss going out there and hunting for these figures. Yeah, I miss it a little bit too. My wallet with gas prices being what they are doesn't doesn't uh, really yeah. miss it. Uh, but it's nice. I think the nice part about it is knowing 
that you're going to get it. You know, like if you mm. don't find it within the first month of its release, you're, you know, you're worried back in the day, you know, you were worried that you weren't ever going to get it because, oh, I've missed my window. Uh, oh, so yeah. You have to pay and the you're going to pay like, yeah, $300 on eBay. So I don't miss that, but it did. Yes, it did used to be like an actual pastime, like activity, drunk after the club, going to Walmart kind of. Yeah. Well, I miss like, I'll never forget finding that Walmart wave. And we had like a person who knew us at Walmart and she was here like, it's in, it's in, it's finally here. And like literally run to like the display that they were setting up and get yes. Kitty, 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 Meg Ryan, Captain Marvel. Yes. Warbird. She was Warbird at the time. AOA Sabretooth. Like I miss that kind of excitement and level of yeah. hunting. Now I'm just like, oh, did I get the pre-order? Like, and Jeff does all the pre-orders because <laughs> I am terrible with pre-orders. Oh, so, I know. I know. I know. You I'm have usually, to remind me. You're the one who reminds me. I do and then have to I'm like, you. And then I text Jeff. I'm like, pre-orders are up. <laughs> like, that's how that's how we do it. That's the assembly line here. But I so I miss that aspect. And running into other collectors, too. The Target. Oh, I in, hated that. <laughs> really? In Jersey City, there would be some, you know, I would see some of the other hunters there early on, like back in like 2013, 2014. And I was just, I don't see that anymore. I you know, it's sad. The other hunters were always so rude. So I'm not, I don't, I don't <laughs> miss that. It was only fun if I beat them to the, to the good stuff. It's always, it was always the worst when you would show up to a Target, Walmart, True, whatever the case may be. And like, as you're walking to the action figure aisle, you cross somebody with an armful of the toys you're looking for. And you're like, I just fucking missed them. I think the last time I ever did something like that was when Rogue and Gambit were being released the weekend of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I think that's the last time. And we were talking about it because we were doing Generations of X there. And like we both went there and you got if you bought Gambit and Rogue, you got a third legend like yeah. half off. And you yeah. got who did you get? I'm forgetting. Who I got, you got the cyborg Spider-Man, the retro. Oh, card. Yes. Which you love, which is which I loved. Yes. It's so random. Like, who the fuck am I? Like cyborg Spider-Man. That's like the last thing I would ever buy. But he just like wound up being just like the coolest figure. I love I, your mask I, for mask now. <laughs> your mask for mask with your figures, with your legends. Yeah, yeah it's I, I don't know when it happened, but it did. <laughs> so should we dive into our list here? Yes, I love how we are like, we're going to go, we're not going to go long. This is going to be, we're just going to dive right in and get to it. And here we are like 45 minutes in. Oh, I know. Getting to the list. Whatever. Wait, we have to talk about like, we don't have the retro card wave two for, for the yes. X-Men. We don't yes. have that. And it's technically not supposed to ship till next year. It's only shipping. You told me this. It's only shipping yeah. overseas. Is that fact? I, I mean, it's a fact as far as I know. So yeah, we, we're there. There's the glaring omissions for us. You know, we're not going to have spiral. Uh, we're not going to have avalanche or multiple man. Um, you know, nobody cares about repainted dark Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> so You are going to care for a repainted dark Phoenix because when we finally get a Rachel, that's going to be a perfect body because they're going to give us hound Rachel or, Oh, that's right. Oh, you have her there. I didn't know that. Oh, but that's the true one you're using. Yeah, it is. It is. I do like the brighter colors. I do like the brighter colors. I, I was being, you know, faux, faux shade, faux shade. <laughs> faux shade, I, faux I, shade. I appreciate uh, the brightly colored Dark Phoenix. But yeah, none of those are going to be on our list. We didn't get yeah, them. We don't have sorry. them. And if, I'm sure, you know, they're going to come out January 1st and we're going to be like, well, fuck. Uh, but we'll, we'll I, I can't imagine at least Spiral uh, won't be on the list next year. So stay, oh, I stay tuned. Stick with yeah, us for 12 months and see what happens. <laughs> Come back to us next year. But yeah, I mean, 
we we love them jason we have a group chat with jason michelle and hammy jason got the figures in he showed us photos they look great we're excited for them but they're just officially not released this year and we don't have right. them so tough luck right right <laughs> tough luck. we can only rank what we have we can only rank what we have so shall we kick off at number 10 let's do it start us All off right. start us off Number 10 is actually an MCU figure, which is No Amor, Namor. Yes. Which, Tanakh Huerta, listen, I don't, again, I don't collect any of the MCU figures. I, I've never really gone after them. Even Elizabeth Olsen, who I love as Wanda, it, like, it took me years before I actually bought one. And... I just, I fell in love with Wakanda forever in our 2022 discussion of the MCU. That was our best ranked movie spoilers for that list. But I'm really, I I really love this figure. I think he's so fucking sexy. Like the second he came out of the water, I was like, whap, Mm. whap, whap, whap. I think the likeness is really great. I mean, Hasbro with the digital printing, we talked about this with Alex over at Mondo, like they're killing it with this digital printing. The likenesses are next level. So I'm giving it to No Amor. Although I hated that part of the movie. I literally, when he was here, like, they call me little boy with No Amor. I'm like, that's, fuck you. Like, I'm I'm, I'm removed here. But anyways, No Amor slash Namor. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I don't buy a lot of MCU figures. um, But I guess that has kind of been been changing lately now that characters I I actually care about are are coming to the the big and and small screen. And I, I, I think this year I probably bought the most MCU figures I ever have. Um, let's see, I got Miss Marvel, America Chavez, Okoye, Kate Bishop, uh, the Shuri Black Panther. Kate Bishop uh, pro- looks so good. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, Especially compared to the Jeremy Renner figure, because I love Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Hawkeye is probably one of my favorite Disney Plus projects. Yeah, I just and watched it again. Seeing, seeing them like together, I'm like, Kate Bishop is a far superior figure. Like far she superior. looks good. She's kind of an Amazon. She's a little tall. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't want to get off track with Kate Bishop. No, no, track. Sorry, we're sorry. talking about no, no, Kate fine. Bishop. Fine. Kate Bishop. Kate um, Bishop. There's probably a few more MCU figures I got that I can't think of off the top of my head, but yeah, like it's it's weird calling a figure sexy. Uh, but of course, Namor is sexy because, like oh, you said, wow, he looks wow, wow. exactly like Tanakh and he's wearing his little shorties. Uh, it's just, yeah, he's, I wish I had him with me. I, I meant to bring him. He's on my desk at work. Um, of course. Of course. You spice it up. Yeah. I have to spice up. I have to spice up my desk at work, but he's, he's a gorgeous figure. Um, I do think for me personally, I, 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 it, I have to sort of, it's a tie for my 10th place. If we're going in the MCU direction, I also feel the need to call out uh, the MCU She-Hulk figure. Boom! Right there. And folks at home, we do agree on the rest of this list, but our number 10 spot, we did disagree, but we figured it was MCU. What the fuck? Yeah. Listen. We can fudge listen. it. We can fudge it. It's our fucking list. So we can, <laughs> we're fudging it for number 10. I yeah. have to agree with you. I Listen, I, I so I did not buy that She-Hulk figure, but I was at Target the other day and I saw her and I held her. I looked at her. I've seen reviews and I said to myself, damn, she is a fucking good figure. She is a good figure. I, you know, I'm not displaying her because she's MCU, but all things considered, she's probably the best She-Hulk figure overall that, that we've ever gotten. And I mean, in terms of, of, you know, her MCU appearance, 
it looks like the CGI walked straight off of off of the screen. And I mean, maybe she even looks a little bit better than the CGI did. I don't I don't know. But I was going to throw that shade. I mean, listen, I have complicated feelings for She-Hulk, but there is no doubt that having She-Hulk in the MCU and Tatiana is great and that this figure is absolutely flawless. It is and a she, good figure. She has excellent hair. Oh, let me see the hair. Bring her up. Look at this. Oh, movie. yeah. Oh, my God. God, she looks so good. And so she good. looks like Tatiana, even though she's a big green CGI creature. It still looks like Tatiana Maslany. I, I love her. I, 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 her and Namor are tied for me. Um, I would I would rank her above Noah Maud. And, and I hate to say it, Noah Maud just wins because he's so sexy for me. Yeah. But I mean, listen, if you're talking about quality of figure and detail, she's perfect. She's absolutely yeah. perfect. And, you know, just like on a on a related note, I think her costume is probably one of the best MCU adapted costumes there oh, is. Oh, agreed. It looks agreed. like what it's supposed to look like without being cheesecake. It's fully functional. She's got her cute little, you know, sneakers on. I don't know. I don't know. She's she's a great figure. I, I am very impressed with with the MCU figure output this year and especially She-Hulk and Namor. I, I just I, I adore them both. Well, I can't believe we live in a reality where we have an MCU She-Hulk figure for our displays. Right there. Oh. It's it's absolutely wild. I, I had never really thought that we were going to get She-Hulk. I thought that there was, you know, the reasons that we weren't getting solo Hulk movies is because I thought the rights were tied up at Universal. And so I just sort of assumed, you know, we would we would we would never see She-Hulk. And we we did. And I personally loved it start to finish. I thought the series was was excellent. I thought Tatiana was excellent. Um, and it's just, it's just, you know, a feather in the cap of an excellent year for She-Hulk that her Marvel Legends figure turned out so good. All right. Number nine was one I advocated for, but it yeah. was because of Galactus Fever. And I love the Donnie Cates series and the Oliver Coypel covers. It is Thor, Herald of Galactus. I thought he was such a great figure. I love the bleach blonde white hair. Yes. I, and I do love those power effects. I love, <laughs> I mean, we've seen those power effects reused here and there, but I love them for Storm. He comes with the two crows who are Hugin and Munin, which are, are from Norse mythology. <laughs> I love the series. I really love the series. I really wanted this character because we were getting Galactus. And I think he he has a clean deco. I just, I love him. He, the, with the wide eyes, the armor, everything for me, he is a perfect figure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have him, so I can't like speak, you know, in depth, but my coworker Hunter uh, has him on his desk and I've spent a fair amount of time um, ogling the figure. And I, I can't deny that the sculpt is phenomenal. It looks exactly like, exactly like it should look. Um, you know, the, the whited out eyes gives him like a sense of like evil that is appropriate for a herald of, of Galactus to have, even if it is, you know, Thor, one of the biggest heroes in the Marvel universe. Uh, he's, he's great. He's great. And I, you know, I may, once I open Galactus, you know, there may be a need to have uh, a herald of, of Galactus Thor, despite the fact, you know, I haven't, I haven't read it. But, you know, oh, my God, it's so good. It's really is good. It? Okay. It's fun. Right. It's fun. How about this? I, wait, I there's a difference between something that's like mind blowing and so great and something that's just like popcorn. It's just fun. You know what I mean? That right. is how I would describe the series. Just turn off your brain. Enjoy it for what it is. I'm sure you, you can pick holes at it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. You know? Okay. 
Okay, well, maybe I'll check out the series and I'll maybe I'll check out the figure. But I, you know, despite the fact that I don't have him, I fully endorse him being on this list. He is a gorgeous figure. He's, you know, well sculpted, right size, good paint, good accessories. What more could you want? You know, I, I fully agree with your, your wanting him on this list. Okay, so now, you know, I let you have Thor. I uh, didn't put up any fight. I was like, okay, I don't have him, but I can agree he's a good figure. So fine. Uh, the yeah, one that- our friendship did not end this year. It did together no. this list. Not, not, no. 2022 has been a really peaceful year for us, which means 2023, you know, <laughs> civil, war. Be savage. <laughs> civil, war civil war. I love it. I love it. No, but so my, you know, the one that I was like, okay, I know you don't have it, but I'm going to insist on this being here. It's kind of a random uh, selection, but mine is the white Electra from the daredevil three pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, the body is the same uh, as the one from the, the red version from the spider build a figure wave uh, a few years ago. And I really love, really love that figure. If we had been ranking Marvel legends, then she, she would have been on my list, but uh, somehow this one is even better than, than that one. Um, the regular head is, is incredible. It's got, uh, you know, the more kinetic hair. It's not just like laying flat, uh, but the alternate head really is, is why it's on my, my list. I mean, look at that freaking weave. I listen, I listen, it's, it's John Romita, like realness in the palm yeah. of your hand. I, okay. So when that figure was unveiled, <laughs> I like the rest of the internet laughed, but Here's the thing. This is why I did not put up a fight either for this figure is the the ingenuity for it, yeah. right? Like right. I I encourage this. This looks like a John Romita, you know, character come to life, and I think they do need to take risks with their characters. I and agree. I endorse this. I think somebody like Zombie Wanda is hysterical. I just saw her the other day with her big hair flying everywhere. Yeah, I don't want. I I I think Jean as dark Phoenix needs hair like that, like the yes. big animated series. So listen, Nova zombie, Wanda Electra, they're taking risks with their hair. Yeah. And I agree. And by the way, the figure put aside aesthetic preference. It is a wonderfully done figure. Like it, it is really, really is. it's a clean deco. The face is extremely animated. Do you remember put her to the camera again? Let me see your face. Do you remember there was a time like she has like this devilish, like, like mischievous like grin on her and her eye makeup is perfect do you remember there was a time where hasbro was like oh we have to give neutral faces and stuff like that oh yeah look how maniacal she looks in that it's amazing yeah so listen they're they're taking leaps with expressions yeah the hair is very different i mean what are they gonna do give us another electra head that looks exactly the same like no they had to do something innovative was what yeah. I was looking for. So I 100% endorse what this figure brings to the line. It's no doubt it's a game changer. Yeah, she is a game changer. Game changer. Yeah, definitely. And I- I, I, I <laughs> like game changer. Game I changer, game changer. <laughs> Sorry. And, and I think that, you know, you mentioned Dark Phoenix and you mentioned Wanda, but even like a male character like the Sentry, which we got this year, who was so close to being on my list. Oh my God, I love that figure. He's got- they <laughs> The gave Sentry him had to die hair. so Thor could be on the list. It's fine. It's fine. We can only have one super powerful bro with long hair on our list. It can be Thor. He's, he's, you know, a list century is Z list. It's fine, but he does have his long weave. It's blowing in the wind. It looks nice. Um, and I know when we were kids, 
you know, getting light up Psylocke with her windblown hair was super traumatizing. Oh but my God. now I know it was so traumatizing, but I've really come to appreciate this more dynamic hair. And I, you know, I'm here to petition Hasbro for more. I, I think we've had, a, 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 I don't mind static hair, of course, it's fine. And we have a lot of it in our displays, but it really does add a little bit of something to the figure when it's just, it's so kinetic, so dynamic, uh, like it is here. And I fully encourage Hasbro to, to continue experimenting with, with styles and, and apps and, you know, the sculpting it's, it's, it's great. I love it. I love it. Well, I love what you said about how contentious light up Psylocke's hair was back in yeah. the house, because still literally till this day, I'm not over it, but I, I want to agree with you. Like we do need hair that's kinetic. We, we do need stuff like that. I'm happy with it. It looks, again, I love what it brings to the line. I don't think it's contentious. And by the way, they gave us an alternate head. Had that right. light up Psylocke come with an alternate head, we would live in an alternate universe where we never were traumatized by it. Had they not teased us with the hair yes, on the right. back of the car. The prototype, the prototype had the flat hair, which we would get in the Ninja. Anyways, I'm sorry. That, that fine. We could have an entire podcast dedicated to Ninja Psylocke. Like, we really could. For years, for years. I, 25 years ago, we would not have have placed uh, windswept hair high on our list, but no. we have evolved. She would have been missed, like this like opportunity, like most disappointing yep. figure ever. And it's worth yep. mentioning because we are talking about her. She would eventually get repainted to be Electra. Our first Electra figure with her crazy wild hair. It's only fitting it's that only we fitting. recreate the crazy wild hair 25 years later. All right. Next one. Next one. Okay. So we, we referenced this guy uh, earlier uh, when we were talking about how Hasbro sort of handled uh, the, the animated iconic characters. Some of them were cell shaded some of them are retro-carded. This guy was one of the retro-carded and I, he, he is in my display uh, buried. So I'm not, I'm not going to, to dig him out. Actually a lot, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. I've been holding up figures thus far, but a lot of the figures this year, and I think it, it speaks the, to the quality of them. A lot of them are actually fully integrated into my display. So I'm not gonna be like showing off everything, but rant over. Uh, vintage card apocalypse. I mean, what, what's no not doubt. to love? What's not no to doubt. love? It's the well, apocalypse figure we all already know and love, but this time he's bright fucking purple. Okay, like what 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 more could you could you want out of him? I and mean, he's Larry Houston's like vision come to life. Literally, literally, and it's funny you mentioned that because I actually have something to demonstrate. Yes, have props, have props. I have props. I have props. Uh, I have this gorgeous print that Larry did. Uh, oh. for the Grand Rapids uh, Comic-Con. And yeah, oh, let me at, see that. Oh look, my God. Look at that apocalypse. It's This yeah. is Larry. We got Larry Houston's apocalypse. Like, Wait, let me see the cool. Phoenix too. Let me see Phoenix. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know you had this. This is actually surprising for me. Oh, she looks so good. She that is so a good. beautiful print. I didn't know. I didn't it's, know he had that. It's signed by all of the, the voice actors that are here too. And, and our dear friends, Eric and Julia uh, Eric have and signed Julia. it as, as well. Um, who is that? I don't know who that is, but that's fine. Anyway, uh, no, so Purple Apocalypse, he's, uh, uh, I already loved the figure. I know he's not purple in the comics, but I always loved uh, that direction for him. They took this big, evil, macho, megalomaniac villain and they, they made him purple. 
great choice. I love it. I think the only thing that, and it's not even a problem because as he came, it is phenomenal, but I do kind of wish that they had retooled the age of apocalypse apocalypse head mm-hmm. uh, because I love apocalypse with a shit eating grin. You know, <laughs> when, when I think of apocalypse, like the first thing I think of is the X factor 25 cover where he's like holding Jean up by her weave and like loving it with yeah. the biggest smile on his face. I, I, I wish we had, you know, the evil smile option for him, but I'll, I'll, I'll take a snarl. A snarl's fine. He's, he's, and just the level of detail, like I'm just looking at his face, there's shadows in there. There's all kinds, like, it's not just a, a, you know, solid color face with his blue lips. They really put a lot of detail. I, I assume it's, I assume it's printed. Um, and they were able to work a lot of detail in there. Yeah, I I went back and forth on the figure. I never pre-ordered him. And then he came out as I was moving. And so I was at Midtown Comics and I saw him. And I was like, uh, I don't think I really need another Apocalypse figure. I'm really happy with the Age of Apocalypse figure. But then we, me and my cousin and Jeff went to this amazing comic book store in South Florida called Tate's Comics. And it's like a warehouse full of Every figure you have, any figure that has ever existed, is there any statue that has ever existed there? And so we came across the apocalypse figure and I literally, I held him and I looked at him and Jeff came up and he's here like, I want him and like snatched it from me. It was like, we're buying it. And as I was in the car, I haven't opened him yet because I think he's such such a beautiful packaging. You just hear the John Calico's like voice, you know, like yep. of all people, she is a fool, but she has great power, you know. Like, and I think, and I think the cure was probably the first X-Men animated like episode I saw. Or, or it's the one that sticks out the most because of the VHS, obviously. Yeah. I had the VHS, oh, yeah. but I think he is essential beyond good and evil. That is my favorite arc for, for the X-Men animate series. Apocalypse is such a big character. It makes sense that we would have gotten him in a retro card wave. And to what you were saying earlier, Hasbro gave us an animated series apocalypse without giving us it part of that line. Without the cell shading. Without the cell shading is perfect. So 100%, it took me a while to come around to this figure, but I'm here for it. And I love him. Yeah, and it, I I I I fully understand everything you said. There's always this moment when they release redecoed or they announce redecoed figures where I'm like, I don't need that. I already have that. It happened with Beast. It happened with Cyclops. It happened with this apocalypse. Like I didn't order this apocalypse straight off the bat either. But you know, after a couple of days of of looking at everybody's excitement on social media, I was like, all right, I need this fucking apocalypse. And I should mention that. Although he is, you know, 99% reuse from the Build-A-Figure Apocalypse a few years back, he does have an arm cannon that is unique to this figure. And it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool looking deal. And I am pretty sure it's ripped straight from the animated series. I'm, I don't quote me on that, although this is going on the internet with a quote of me saying it, Uh, but I, I'm fairly positive that that it is ripped straight from the animated series and i don't know he's just god i can't remember apocalypse doing i'm sure he has but i don't remember him having the canon in the comics for me it's exclusively animated series but i'm only thinking of apocalypse the only apocalypse i can really get my head wrapped around is post m day apocalypse from like blood ties all the way through 
uh, Ten of Swords. So right. I, I, I definitely did not see him with the canon. We could be wrong. We could I be mean, wrong. listen, it makes sense. Holocaust slash nemesis has a canon for an arm. So maybe it's a genetic trait. So. Maybe yes, it's carried. It, it you know that's his a dominant trait is arm is arm cannons. It's <laughs> arm his, cannon is a dominant trait in the apocalypse. My superior planet. sperm carries arm <laughs> cannons. <laughs> that's a quote for this episode. Superior sperm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> would it be me on Power of X Men if I didn't do an animated series impression? It just wouldn't. Oh my god! It just wouldn't. I, know. I love it. You do the best ones. The best well, ones ever. The best slash worst. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is. Cyclops animated oh. series VHS Cyclops. I love this figure. Oh my god, he looks so great. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He is a flawless figure. Um, the one thing I love, I think they nailed the face. Yes. I want oh. to know your opinion on that. We actually haven't even spoken about him, so this is my first time actually no. getting your feels. I like mean, his face is great, absolutely perfect. And I'm I feel really blessed that I have I've seen a lot of versions out there where his- Are you hashtag blessed that you have this hashtag figure? blessed. I'm hashtag blessed that my Cyclops isn't squinty um, because I have seen a couple of versions, you know, a lot of people have been complaining that on like, I think it's the left side of his visor mm -hmm. is a little smooshed down, but mine is not like that at all. Mine is yeah. absolutely- Mine's at home, sadly, so I don't have it. But wait, bring him up to the camera. Let me see him. Yeah, he looks so- I, it's perfect. It, this yeah, is like, a perfect figure. You literally, you literally couldn't ask for for anything better. But I mean, can you believe I'm actually allowing a cel shaded figure on our list after railing against them all year long? Wait, but he doesn't have the wet pants, right? I mean, he does a little. Let me see. Oh, he does it's little. okay. Cyclops okay. can't get away with it. He's just excited to see us. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, aside from the cel shading, like you said, he is an absolutely perfect figure. This is the perfect representation of Jim Lee era Cyclops. Uh, the new base body is tremendous. I think we mm -hmm. have Vulcan to thank for that. He also, who also came out this year, but just isn't an interesting enough figure. To we love you Vulcan, but just we love him, but he's just not an interesting enough figure to make the list. Um, the sculpted leg straps are a huge improvement. Uh, They're 100%. not falling down anymore. Um, and unlike the lover's triangle three pack, who's still in my display for now, I waited until we could, I could show him off before I integrated him in. Um, yeah. Unlike the lover's triangle three pack, this, uh, and some of the others, uh, this Cyclops can actually put the two fingers yeah. to his visor. Um, I was going to say like, you would think that would be a no Delphar Cyclops figure. I think the brutes. The Brood series Cyclops, the Astonishing Cyclops, was he able to do it? But the ones after that, it's kind of like he misses a mark. And it's like, nah. Oh. Lover's 3-pack didn't come with the hand no. at all. Do you know which one could do it? Was the original Jim Lee Marvel Legends Cyclops, where he had the fingers like that. He actually was pretty good at being able to point it. The Toy Biz. The, the Toy Biz. The Toy Biz that was out of scale, small. Do you have it? I don't. I don't. Oh. I mean, I do. He's in. He's in the closet. But uh, oh, is he in the closet? <laughs> as Scott Summers probably is IRL. Um, I mean, I seem to remember he was able to like pose like pretty easily with it. Maybe because not. The perfect, visor but... actually lit up. The visor. Oh, I forgot. Those that X Men. That. Those X Men uh, figures had action features, and that Cyclops. It wasn't like the the five inch Cyclops where he just had the button on his back. You actually had to put him on a base that connected, that was like, the base was the power source, that had the battery, it was weird, it was stupid. Um, but yes, uh, even though he had the tiniest crotch known to man, that <laughs> figure could do the twos. But yeah, the, the, the Lover's 3-pack, it can't do it at all. 
Um, and that's something that I really want to give this, this Cyclops figure for is I'm not props for is I, I I'm not usually one to, you know, be like, Oh, the alternate, the swap parts are, are so great because they're, they're usually pretty basic, but I, you know, he has these two hands that I have him posed with right now. I'm, I'm really excited for, I think it gives him, uh, he looks really, uh, super dynamic. Like he's, he's yelling out, look out Wolverine or some shit. <laughs> as he's about to like blast the Sentinel. And it's, it, it, it makes a difference. His alternate hands make a big difference on how dynamic the figure is. Whereas a lot of times, you know, the difference between an open hand and a fist on a figure who's not carrying any weapons doesn't really fucking matter. But this is, this is, yeah. these There's are the kinds of, of swap parts we want. I agree. Um, he looks great. He looks great. And my, my friend, Mikey, who spoiler, we're full of spoilers. We're going to hear from him uh, a little bit later. Uh, he just over the weekend uh, sent me a YouTube video with detailed instructions for removing cell shading. So I will probably be buying another Cyclops to test that out on. Wait, to remove the cell shading? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Well, I I've seen a lot of people. I, yeah, forward it to me. I've seen a lot of people, especially with the gene, like pop out that gene head and put her on the lover's like triangle. But if you can like actually race the cell shading, yeah. I would be 100% down for it because I, spoilers, uh, animated gene did not make this list. She was on I wouldn't my allow list. It. <laughs> that one I wouldn't allow. List. Yeah. But I think the, I think the face sculpts for these have been incredible. And again, like, he looks, it's so funny because that figure looks like a great mashup between the anime series Cyclops and the Jim Lee issue yeah. one cover Cyclops. It's something with the hair. It's a cowlick on the hair. It yes. looks perfect. They nailed it. This is a perfect figure. That's why I was shocked when he was the last figure they announced before they were like, okay, yeah. now we're canceling the wave. And it's They like, ended it on a high note. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I was going to, I was going to mention his hair. Like, yes, he has short, short hair, but it's still dynamic more yeah. of this this is what we want even even the dudes with with short hair can can still have you know some dynamic looks to them it just makes it look uh slicker but it's it's i i do want to take a second since we are talking about cell shaded figures and their perfect heads uh storm is also not on she our deserves list, it but, but she I, that was a great head i yes i have to say between the head and her her lightning hands. Uh, I put those on the retro carded figure, and this is literally the perfect, the most perfect storm figure uh, that could ever exist. The cell shaded head, uh, the head from the cell shaded figure. The head itself is not actually cell shaded. It's absolutely just freaking gorgeous. The hair is as big as it needs to be. They really, despite the fact that I think that the cell shading on that storm figure is probably the most egregious in the entire yeah. line. Uh, I have to give them major, major props for the head and hands. Cause I, I, this, if she had been released, like I have her in my display here, she would probably be my number one figure of the year. Yeah. She's a great figure. I love her. I don't know what, when you said the cell shading, I, I'm like, what is it with like the X-Men franchise having contentious cell shading? Because that happened in <laughs> X-Men Legends as well. It's like cell shading is like the, our arch nemesis as X stands, but I think she was a great figure. The storm head was beautiful. I don't know why they didn't give Jean a new head, not to bring it back to Jean, but I, I think I everyone was everyone was waiting for a brand new Jean head following because we had gone storm. Roe got a new like hair yep. sculpt. I think it's still the same face, but new hair sculpt. It is. I don't know why they didn't give us a new Jean. That would have sold out immediately. So I feel, even I would have bought it. 
Storm and Cyclops set a bar for this wave. They're really great. We will talk about some of the other figures later on because I do have one I'm going to mention. But okay, anyway. All right. So we're in our top five now. And I think we we agreed on the figures. I think we went back and forth on the order. Yeah. But but we unanimously agreed these are the top five best Marvel Legends of 2022. Yes. And Coming in at number five was a figure. I mean, listen, I hate this character so much. He's a sociopathic, awful human being. But there is no doubt that this figure was flawless. And that is our retro card animated series lab code beast, which... It's so funny. We were, uh, you didn't make it to San Diego Comic Con. Fuck. Am I, I, I retroactively <laughs> insert you into, uh, into San Diego. But so I was talking to Dwight, not Dwight, excuse me, Dan and Ryan. And they're like, oh, you're going to have a surprise at the Asbro panel. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, the lab coat is going to be, it's going to be Fabka Johnson in X1. And they yes! just laugh. And then obviously they unveil Beast. And if you hear the audio, I you hear someone say boo, and that's me. <laughs> and like Ryan reacts to it. But listen, it I saw that figure when they were when it was revealed. And even though I was throwing shade, I was like, I'm buying like three of them. And I did. I bought two of this beast. I just have to say, you know, first we let a cel-shaded figure onto this list. Now we're allowing Hank McCoy. I'm gonna need you to blink twice if someone is holding you hostage off camera. <laughs> Help me. I know. Yeah. I can't believe we have Hank McCoy on this list. Yeah, it's but, a great figure. It's but great seriously, figure. yeah, he's he's a great figure. Um, you know, he's obviously built off of the Caliban Wave beast from a few years ago, which really provided oh, that that great that. base. Um, but it's the differences between this figure and that one that, that, that make it so much better to me. Um, first of all, I love his vibrant blue fur. There's, there's tones to it. It's not just all one color. Um, but most importantly, I love his calm face. Uh, Mm -hmm. the Calvin version only had the angry head, um, which kind of forced me to put him in like an action pose in my display and being, you know, the big burly dude he is, he kind of took up a lot of room because he just looked weird in like, a. am a vanilla poser, as you can tell. Um, he just looked kind of weird in a vanilla pose with that ah, face. Yeah. Um, so with the calm head and his cutie little glasses and his little beakers. Oh, the glasses are perfect with the beakers. I- oh. I was, yeah, like, you know what it did? You know what it, it makes me think of? It makes me think of the 1994 Fleer Ultra trading card. Yes, yeah, him. where he's here like that. Like, yep, w- with his, what would you rather have? his glasses. Mona Lisa, would you rather have a Mona Lisa or Hank McCoy? I would rather have Hank <laughs> that McCoy. Was the ad. Yes, well, I remember it vividly, but I, I, I it just, it's, I, I don't know. It's I don't the beast know. we love. It, it, he invokes the beast we love, and it's right. that Joe Mad. It's funny because I know it's supposed to, you know, be a little bit more animated series homage to that, but it gives me Joe Mad vibes and it paired with Dark Beast. I think of that X-Men Unlimited cover. I just, I'm happy with, with these Beast figures. Like yes. they, I, Hank McCoy is an awful human being, but they have Terrible. hit it with, with Dark Beast and, and this Beast. And I, the Caliban Wave Beast, I liked very much. Same. I really Same. did. And I, and I love the Astonishing Beast. <laughs> was it? No, Cat Beast. Oh, Cat God. Beast. Why am I? We got Cat Beast as part of like the X3 the waves. X3, yeah. And I put him with a lab coat and I thought that was a flawless figure. So Beast what? has historically, and, oh, and the original Toy Biz figures, both of them, huh? the Legends and the, the Five Inch, Beast has always had great figures. Yes. This is now a new bar for it. 
I, I agree. I don't think that there's going to be a better beast. I don't, I, I can't imagine how there would be a better beast figure than this. And I mean, to me, the accessories are, are what make this one. Um, like I said, the Calvin wave was a good figure, but everything that comes with this one from the glasses to the lab coat to the beakers has just yeah. made it, taken it to the next level. And if they're going to continue down this path of, of re-releasing figures that are already pretty decent, um, this is what this this is the blueprint for it. This is exactly what they need to do. Apocalypse was great, uh, you know, with his his new deco, but he didn't come, you know, aside from the arm cannon, he didn't come with anything new that really elevated the figure itself to to a next level. It was just an improved version of a figure I already liked. This took a figure that I thought was pretty okay and really elevated him to a next level. So I fully encourage Hasbro if they're going to continue re-releasing figures we already have the bar has been set you can't yeah. you can't it can't be any lower than this it has to have accessories that fundamentally change the the figure in my although opinion. although sidebar when you were like oh i can't imagine them ever doing a better beast figure i remember having the same exact thought of series six toy biz phoenix oh my i'm God. like they can they could never do a better figure than this so i'm bitch i'm sure 20 years from now we're gonna right be, we're gonna be like what but <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That's the only thing I have to say on that. Okay, number number four is maggots. Yes. Oh my god! And we do we do have Rod, who is a wonderful Power of X Men community member, talk about how he cannot believe that we live in a world where we have a maggot figure. Not only maggot, but Eni and Meanie as well. Yes. I am. I, I, I'm so happy. I have nothing but beautiful things to say about this figure. Go. I mean, you know, I am a team completionist and you know, I want to rant and rave about the fact that we have a maggot figure before we have the 1991 era teams completed when there's only three mm. characters left. But holy shit, we have a maggot figure. I, it, it, you and I have been waiting for this for 25 years, uh, since Toy Fair 1998 with the ill-fated Flying Fighters line. I know this is oh, very triggering. I know it could have been the best wave ever. It could have been Jean the best and wave. Phoenix and him. Oh, and AOA Sinister and like Skullcap Cyclops. Like, oh, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. But, but this figure absolutely makes the 25-year wait worth it. He is a beautiful sculpt. He has incredible details. Oh, the texture on him too. The coat, the texture on yeah. his coat. I don't know Look if it's across, but it's it's. I I just realized I'm missing Eenie or Meanie. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'll have to <laughs> I'll have to track down uh, the other maggot. But it was really this was kind of a year for maggot. It's kind of it's kind of wild because literally at the exact same time this this figure came out. Uh, the X-Men Unlimited digital comic was doing a completely yeah. maggot-centric story. And I'm just like, what is, it's raining maggot all of a sudden. You know, we've, <laughs> waited, 20, we've waited 25 years for this for this moment um, and it's finally come and it's worth it. The story was good. The figure is excellent. Um, part of me kind of wishes that Eni and Meanie were, were posable. Like they were, you know, a little yeah. baby. Um, but I'm glad at least, you know, we can, as demonstrated in the one that I could find they're, they're at least in, you know, yeah, they wrap around his arms, they, they go pose on his on shoulder. The figure. Yeah. They it's... pose well on the figure. The um, one thing. I... Okay. Go ahead. No, the only thing I'm going to say, the one thing I really do want out of this figure is to see his contemporaries join him, which would be Marrow 
and yes. Dr. Reyes. Like I was rereading Zero Tolerance earlier this, I cannot believe earlier this year, it feels like a lifetime ago. I was like during like the holidays in January, <laughs> I reread Zero Tolerance and I just love the vibe for, for that era. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's when I dropped off. So maybe I'm just a bit more nostalgic for it, but give us Maggot, Dr. Reyes, and marrow and boom you have that era and i yeah i listen i have nothing negative to say about this figure i love this figure i'm glad we have him i i think i mentioned this before when we were we talked about him when when he was released i think my one teeny tiny gripe is that he doesn't have his goggles oh Um, yeah that's fair maybe i'm wrong and he's not always wearing them but i i personally picture him with with goggles on and to be perfectly honest, these eyes, these little red eyes, they're a little creepy. It's a little creepy. Well, like, I feel know, like he's like, looking into my soul. Maggot, for so many years, was like the butt of the joke of like, oh, this is what's wrong with 90s, early aughts comics. Because you have a character like Maggot, who is a Joe Mad creation, who I fucking yeah. love. And this figure came and like brought dignity to the character. And everyone, I mean... I think unanimously everyone has celebrated this figure. It's a great figure. So shout out to the Hasbro team for giving us a maggot renaissance. And I just, I'm just looking at this figure right now, like really up close and the amount of detail they have put in this face. Like he has forehead wrinkles, smile line, like he's got, he's smiling real big and they've given him the wrinkles to like really sell that. Like, I I don't feel like- It's a digital printing, digital printing. It's crazy. It's crazy. He is an incredibly detailed, textured, l- almost layered figure that I'm noticing things. You know, I've had him for six months and I'm, I'm still noticing new things about him. He's just an excellent, excellent figure. All right. You're taking us to our top three. Okay. So top three, this, th- we, 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 we kind of, uh, we're kind of cheating here and I, I oh God, oh God, there goes my microphone. What? <laughs> Okay, so we're 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 kind of cheating here, and I, I I love when we cheat like this. We 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 did it in 2022 with my girl Emma in the Hellfire uh, box set, and we're doing it again now with Dazzler and the Mojo, Mojo box set, not the single card Mojo. We are talking the box set version that came with this lovely uh, Dazzler and Longshot that are in my display here. I, I couldn't, you know, not work them in immediately. And ironically enough, it was the reposing of Beast that allowed room for these two figures to, to join my, my display. Um, but obviously the star of the set, you know, is Dazzler. No, it is Mojo. Oh. <laughs> um, and I, ooh. Uh, he's, he's just, every, we waited so long for a new Mojo that is properly sized. I love the Toy Biz ML14 Mojo. Same. He is a beautiful sculpt, but he was always let down based on the fact that he is like half to like a third of the size that he should be. They have fully made up for that here. Uh, He's a big dude. He, I want him in my, my display. So, so fucking bad, but like, where's he, how, what I don't, he's where are you going to put him? Well, where, where's he going to go? It's going to take a complete and total like redo of, of the shelf to put him in there, but I, I I will do it. That is a, that is a new year, uh, task for me. I don't know. He's just, he's gross. He's big. He's, he's mojo. Like what else can I say about this guy? Like they even sculpted the, like his little pokes poking his fat rolls here. Like, come on. That is just grotesque and amazing. And I love it. And I, 
I have to, you know, you always said that the, you didn't need a redo of the toy biz long shot because he, he was sexy and he still held up. And although I agreed with you, I am so fucking excited that we have a new long shot. He's so handsome. He's so posable. He's so detailed. And, and, and I, I, you know, we're getting two versions of him with, he's going to be on the retro card where they're going to include his purse. You know, if they hadn't told me (laughs) that they didn't give him his purse here, I would have probably not even noticed because he was such a good figure. Oh, Um, I'm just, I'm so stoked. And what a treat to have another blue costume dazzler. I think everybody knows that blue costume dazzler is my favorite dazzler. Uh, and I know you have feels on it, but this one to me, it, it looks like an Arthur Adams drawing come to life. It looks like she stepped right out of the page. And I, I, she was a wonderful surprise. She wasn't a figure that I thought that I needed because I was so happy with the retro card mm-hmm. arcade version, but I'm, I'm really glad we have her. Uh, I think she's a gorgeous sculpt. I don't really care about pinless. Um, I know everybody is obsessed. Oh, that's all the rage. That's all the rage. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for people that care that we now have a pinless dazzler. Um, but she's just, she's, she's, she's a great figure. I think she's, I don't want to say she's better than the retro card wave because I have, you know, such strong nostalgia and love for, for the shorter hair with the, with the jacket over it. And yes, yeah. and of course the laser fingers. Um, but I, you know, I'll always take, I'm always excited to get another Dazzler. Well, so I got really high and drunk when I opened her up and I was convinced she was like Annabelle slash Megan and that she was going to come to life and kill me. I was also going through a lot because I was packing up my apartment and moving down to Florida. So she really made me paranoid, <laughs> like being alone in the apartment with her. And I was like convinced that there were ghosts in my apartment. So I was having a moment that night. I was having literally a mental breakdown, but listen, okay, here's the thing. One, I think if you look at Dazzler and Longshot figures as Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, they work really well, like like 90s, 80s rock stars. Absolutely wonderful. Perfect. Um, Mojo, I think is absolutely great. I, I probably eat my words because I was always like, oh no, I love this one that we already have. This is great. And he has a little bit of the animated colors as well. Animated yes. series colors. I will say I was, because I ordered two of these box sets. I ordered two of them. I was that You're excited crazy. for it when it was announced. Yeah. Um, but I did come across the single carded Mojo. The deco mm. is so bad on it. Like it is not... Like, I think this mojo is the one to have. Like, invest your money in this. You're going to get a Dazzler out of it. Even if you're playing on buying a long shot, you, it, it is the superior yes. figure. I it, feel... Oh, go. It's it's gross. The other mojo, yeah. it, 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 he's like this sort of like tan color with like some shading on him, but he doesn't have like these spots. He's not like this putrid yellow color. Yeah. It's just that this is... This it, is it, it this quite is literally, it quite literally pales when compared... And I just think this box set has come out at the right time. We did have Longshot as our book club pick. Sorry, I had to reschedule a book club because I was working. But we also had Anne Nascenti on the podcast. We went into depth about Mojo and how Elon Musk would be a modern day Mojo. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and how he was created as that Rupert Murdoch, you know, character of the 80s. Uh, Scott knew the, the term. I think it's like corporate raiders or something like CEOs who came in and destroyed corporations. Mojo was supposed to be that we, we, we had this wonderful Mojo cosplayer at New York comic-con 
And he was at Big Apple Comic Con with Anne, and I missed them because obviously I had to get to work. But I just feel like we had a summer of, or summer, a fall of Mojo and Longshot. And the yes. fact that we also get a Dazzler figure as well, like I'm happy. I'm 100% this, for all the shade I've thrown at that Dazzler, it is, I love this box set. We get even a little X baby Wolverine, which I'm still traumatized. We never got those X babies yes. back in the day because some of them looked so good. The Toy Biz wave that was supposed to have them. But listen, this is a flawless like box set. Yes. And I cannot it, I cannot believe we live in a world, again, I, I keep saying this, but I can't believe we live in a world where we have a Mojo box set with Dazzler and Longshot. Like to me, it's just, mind blowing like absolutely mind blowing and to your to your point about the long shot figure he was for me he always stood up the test of time this long shot figure like his hair isn't cut off by like the like his collar mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the daggers on his fingers which were molded into that one so it's it is far superior i probably eat my words i probably eat my words on everything here, but I maintain that Dazzler is going to come to life and murder me one day. So, and she might, she might. I might ask her to do so. So don't piss me <laughs> off. I, you know, I, I, I have that kind of power over her. I can, I can summon, I can summon <laughs> Dazzler to life. Um, no, I, I, my one thing, my one gripe. I didn't even. You mentioned it. I didn't even mention it. X Baby Wolverine. Oh, eh, eh, he's like he's, he's Scotty Young style, which is yeah. fine. I love Scotty Young's style um Mm -hmm. but it's i would rather them be you know the x babies as they actually appeared in the comics look a little more art adamsy to go along with the vibes of 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 the set um but you know it's he's a bonus he's a bonus yeah the 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 real star of the show is of course mojo uh and long shot and then you know as much as i love dazzler she's definitely the bonus here she's definitely we didn't need a new dazzler but i I think I think when we interviewed Ryan, he said that Dwight was the was the Dazzler stand. Okay. So thank you, thank you, Dwight, for giving us yet another Dazzler. Um, I anxiously await her Starcrotch uh, astonishing X Men <laughs> costume and her uh, overworked '90s Mojoverse costume. Putting those putting those out into the universe because it seems like you know, Dazzler figures are, are here to stay and I am fucking here for it. We're here for it, but I'm, you know, one thing that I do, and this is something we always talk about. And again, we're not in these marketing meetings and I don't want to complain because we're getting a plethora of figures, but similarly when, how we got Nimrod with Phantom X and Psylocke, I'm curious why they didn't put in Spiral, Mojo and Long, Longshot. I wonder if that was more of a cost production or they just really wanted to give us another dazzler so you know i'm curious how some of these editorial meetings work out because in my head i would think dazzler mojo and then yeah long shot you know or yeah. just dazzler and mojo or not that excuse me spiral and mojo you know what i, I mean i'm curious I about that i'm curious about the distribution I think it probably comes down to the cost as most yeah, of these, these things do. Um, you know, Dazzler was a, a new, well, probably not even a new head, just a new hairstyle um, on an existing head and, and body. So just like she was probably super easy to cost out. Whereas Spiral, of course, uh, needs a unique dynamic sculpt to to really get the figure uh, done well. So I assume it probably has something to do with that. And also I feel like if, I, I feel like if they buried spiral in a box set, people would riot. 
Um, yeah. Oh, and, that's true. That's initially very true. people were kind of until they announced the the single carded long shot. People were pretty upset uh, that they were going to have to buy this this set of you know four figures to to get him. Uh, I, I think the backlash would have been even worse for for Spiral, even if they were planning to release her single carded like they 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 did eventually. Well, here's the thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. Like as you're talking, I'm like wagging my finger. Here's the thing. I'm bringing it back to Maddie. Like, why does Maddie have to be the example? You know what I mean? Because we are going to get a Mephisto figure. I know we've kind of gone back and forth about this, but I do believe we'll get a Mephisto figure. I they they released Mojo and Longshot separately from this box set. So you can release Maddie. And I, I don't want her to be made an example of just give us Maddie. Like the market will will happily take a single card at Maddie. I guarantee you, you can make it an exclusive. People will buy it. You know, the, put her on the a retro card. Put, put her on a re- Actually, you know, it's so funny when the retro card like wave two was being announced. I was in Rhode Island getting like change for my auction in a bathroom stall. So I had like the phone there as I'm getting ready, and I did see them pull up the retro cards. Like it, the, somehow the, the way the camera moved, you saw like the corner with like a redhead there. I was like, oh my God, they're giving us Maddie yep. in this retro car. I thought it was going to be Maddie and it was I Dark Phoenix. Listen, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was so disappointed when it was Dark Phoenix because I was like, I would have rather taken a Maddie. But I'm yes. happy for the people who want Dark Phoenix who never had a chance to get her. But Right. I mean, she's incredibly expensive at this point. So this is absolutely for all of the people who who need to, to need right. to catch up to that, that, that Toys R Us set because, my God, who has $300 to spend on? But I will <laughs> say, yeah. But the only thing to say, though, is that, like, the Toys R Us set is far more worth it than the retro card. I mean, you're getting Dark Phoenix and it's discounted Dark Phoenix. But that Toys R Us like two pack with the alternate heads and uh, psych- it is, it is worth it. Uh, it anyways. is. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Any any anything anything else on on our Mojo World box set before no, I bring us perfect. into number two? Bring us to number two. Bring us to number two. All right. All right. This one is actually pretty easy to get out of my display, so I'm going to do so and hopefully not knock anybody over. Our number two is Toad. Toad. I mean, we waited 20 years for a redo of this guy and it was absolutely worth the wait. Easily one of my favorite figures of the year. I, I, I fought for him to be higher on the list. He, you, you wanted him on the list, but I, I wanted you him. Did. I wanted him in the top. I forgot where I originally put him. Where did I put him? I think you had him more in the middle, like yeah. bottom middle. And I was like, no, he needs to be in the top. I was three. like, our friendship will be over if I push back on this. Well, and I mean. <laughs> You've been so excited for him. You were so excited for him. And you got him exactly how you wanted him. Yes, yes. And I, like I was going to say, I think we covered this when he was revealed. But I'm just so happy we got a more 90s X-Force Brotherhood era looking Toad. The I Rob love- Liefeld. Yes. He's got the more maniacal look he's not he doesn't have just like his little derpy kind of lackey look this is toad when he is in control at his most maniacal i mean he was a fucking psychopath in x-force and they really captured that uh here and i love the coloring i love both of his heads he has another one with his wicked tongue um but you know i i I, that, that's not that's not my toad i don't think he had that tongue until till the movies anyway so i don't i don't need it um, like I said, I love I love the coloring. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is a brand new body. I I, I don't know, but but the scale and the posability of it uh, is is perfect. It's, it's just perfect for Toad. Um, and and he comes with not one 
but two little things here, which, you know, we, we love a classic ML reference for, for those who don't remember the ML one, uh, toy biz toad had a, like a really giant toad glued into his hand. I'm grateful. It's not, they're not glued in here, but you know, I've got him displayed with both of the, both of the toads, uh, in my display here. He is just a, a, a perfect representation of a character that I don't spend a lot of my time uh, thinking about or caring about, but he is a perfect figure. Can you imagine had they given us a pond <laughs> like they did with the series? So back in the day, folks, before plastic and oil was absurdly priced, you could get a Marvel Legends figure and it came with like a broken sentinel head it came yes. with a pawn you got like actual dioramas with these characters but listen the sabotage arc in x-force where he is savage as fuck especially to sauron's girlfriend who i'm forgetting her name now but i've referenced her a few times in the past i mean toad like came back and was a force to be reckoned with in that in that arc and he led the brotherhood for a while we wanted this one the only thing i'm gonna say one thing about him that I just doesn't land on me is his hair. He has more of that rider strong hair. I wanted it a little bit more pushed forward, like how he has it on that cover where it's like a little, it's pushed forward. It's not parted down the middle. Like he has like nineties, like teen hunk hair. And I really hang on. Let me pull it up too. Yeah. I'm pulling it up too. Cause uh, I know uh, what you're talking about. I know what you're yeah. talking Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Listen, I agree. this is, this is, nitpicking a very perfect figure i mean it is number three on our list it's number two and, no number two <laughs> i'm like number three on our list no number two on our list he he's perfect we have him it took 20 years as you said and i'm happy with it perfect. i want to recreate that x-force cover now that i'm looking at it i never bought sauron never oh bought sauron. man i love him he's i i feel like I he's gonna get he needs more, I think he's going to get a re-release with like a more vintage color scheme to him. I, 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 I can only imagine. I can only imagine. But I mean, I, they nailed, they nailed that Rob Liefeld art. I'm looking at this panel here. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. there's no doubt. There's look no, at that. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. They nailed Absolutely it. Absolutely perfect. It. And, and, you know, when you're looking at Toad, that he's, he's not, that's just not how he's usually colored. That's not how he's usually depicted it was a conscious decision they made to to go with that more 90s look and that isn't the look that the figure from 20 years ago had so it was a surprise i was very delighted and it 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 landed him very high on on our list and it's it, he deserves it he deserves it he is a fantastic figure number 1 number 1 number 1 number 1 Number one, number one, number one. Okay. Well, is 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 it me? Did you say it was me? That's it. Number one. It's you. Okay. It's you. It's you. Okay. So one. you know, despite the fact that I have once again railed against cell shading all year long, all fucking year, all fucking year, we we did rank Cyclops uh, on our list, but while he is the perfect represent representation of of Cyclops. There was a character in the animated line this year that was our first time getting him ever in Marvel Legends, in this look anyways, and that is Morph, who is, of course, hidden in my display here because he's such a fucking badass figure. 
I don't want to disrupt the flow that I have here, but he is just absolutely incredible. I have him with my villains with his dark circles under his eyes, uh, because that is the morph that I love the most. Um, he's just, God damn, he's a good figure. I, he, we wanted him for so, so long and they really pulled out all the stops for him. The cell shading is there, but it's not horrible. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't even know what to say. There's so much I love about this figure. Well, I feel like they really, first of all, when I see this figure, all I see is Mr. Scott Free, who cosplayed as Morph at New York Comic-Con. And we played the joke on people. It's like, is Morph hung over or evil? Cause he had the dark makeup yeah. underneath. One thing I want to say is because this figure could have looked very like animated series. Like they could yes. have made him a bit more cartoony. They made him look more general in line with the, with, with, with the rest of the figure. So you can easily display him and he does not look out of place. Yeah. Um, I agree about the self shading. He does not look like he wet his pants, thankfully. And I think all of that was like purposely done he's number one everyone wanted him i mean the second they announced that vhs wave all questions were are we getting a morph are we getting a morph because we already got the age of apocalypse morph yeah no one wants no one wants changeling like i know well i mean listen i would yeah, take him well, yeah, i, I mean thinking. like i don't yeah, want to be an I asshole think. when i just said that but like yeah you know what i mean like no one's totally. no one's not it's not number one on everyone's list the iteration of morph we want is animate series morph he is a great figure he deserves to be at number one and and again, and, and it respects the animated series because the Dan Biesemeyer art is more from the series, but the figure looks a little bit more grounded yeah. with the rest of the wave. So perfect balance. Kudos to the Hasbro team for really having the foresight in understanding that people are going to want to display him along with the other characters. Yeah. And that was, I think, my biggest concern. Of course, you know, when the animated series line was was announced, like you said, everybody was like, morph, 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 morph. This is yeah. the venue where we're finally going to get a morph. And I was a little hesitant. I was a little like, oh, I don't know. They're, you know, he's not going to fit in. I'm going to want him in my regular display. He's not going to fit in there. But yeah, to your point, they really did a good job, especially I think on the evil head, um, you know, making him fit in with however you want to display him. I mean, he of course goes with the cell shaded figures, but he can also slot in, you know, right here next to non cell shaded Mr. Sinister and, 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 and be perfect. And I think that that is a testament to Hasbro's understanding of their fan base and what their fan base wants and wanting to appeal to the widest possible audience. Like we said it earlier when we were discussing the HasLab of Vengeance, these guys are fans, they're nerds. They want to make people uh, excited. And I think that this morph figure is like the perfect representation of them, of the balance that they have to, to, to make uh, to please as many fickle fans as possible. The only thing that I think was a missed opportunity here is we had the original Toy Biz morph that came with alternate with heads. heads. Yeah. And even like the Walgreens exclusive Mystique, we got a Lalandra head. I wish they would have snuck in. Maybe they could have done a changeling head or something like yeah. toy like that, sneak in something. That's the only missed opportunity I see here. But other than that, the figure is perfect in of itself. And that's why it's number one. Yeah. And I mean, at least he came with the good and evil heads. Like if he had only yeah. come with like the good guy head, I, I, he would have made the list, but I, I, he wouldn't have been in my top five. I don't think it's really 
the 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 dark circles and the maniacal like look on his face that that really sells it god i want to get him out of my display but i know i'll regret it later god. yeah don't don't worry don't worry we'll overlay an image and people <laughs> i mean it. google it, it. it. don't I ruin flinkman's display just google it you lazy bastards back don't home, make back me home. ruin don't I don't want to fuck it up because good Lord, Lord knows if I knock, if I knock more than one figure over trying to, trying to extract him, there goes, there goes the entire rest of my day, putting it back to normal. And we don't, we don't want that. Okay. So to finish off our top 10 list, we do have our built a figure. This was easy. I mean, anyone at home, we get it. It was bone breaker right there. I mean, come on. I just have to say, like, the Reavers are not a team I was clamoring for. I mean, obviously, I love the Outback X-Men, but mm-hmm. I, now that we have, what, four? I mean, we're, we'll say 3.5, because, you know, I don't know that everybody has ha- has put, uh, you know, bought a gung-ho to put the, the alternate head on uh, for, I believe, Reese. I, you know, uh, Reese, Cole, Macon, one of those, I, one, of, one of those guys, I'm sorry that I don't, that I don't know their individual names uh, outside of Bonebreaker and Skullbuster. And of course, Lady Deathstrike, but the Reavers now occupy their own little corner of, of my display here. And I fucking love it. And Bonebreaker, if you're going to have a Reavers display, it, you absolutely have to have Bonebreaker in it. He's the most, he's not the most famous. Of course, that's Lady Deathstrike, but he's the most fun looking and probably, especially to those of us who collected the 90s Toy Biz figures, the most iconic. Uh, cause you know, who doesn't want an action figure that is half tank when they're, you know, 10 years old at Toys R Us, like the, just the shelf appeal of this figure is outrageous. I mean, the shelf appeal, I remember watching the two-parter that led into the dark Phoenix saga. I'm forgetting the name, uh, of, of the episode, but it aired at nighttime at eight o'clock. Is it out from of the, the past? past? Uh, yeah. Out from, of the like, past? From the, out of the past. And he was there. Bonebreaker was there. He was so cool. We also got a Toy Biz, you know, figure of him back in the back in the 90s. He's just really essential for the Reavers. He's executed so perfectly. I, yes. I cannot I cannot say how perfect he is. You know, I mean, listen, we didn't get many baths. It's the only X-Men bath. So, oh, duh. But He's good. It's not like we're like, oh, yeah, bottom of the barrel. We're going to give it to Rocket Raccoon, you know, from the Rocket Wave back in the day. But he he was legitimately a really great figure and yeah. I, worthy of being a bath. So, And he's that, got just the most maniacal look on his face. And what I love is that you can, like, lift his sunglasses up and he's got crazy eyes, like... I just, oh, yeah. I think I'm probably going to leave him like that in my display now with his sunglasses no. a little up and he's like, ah! like, he's just, I, Crazy I, eyes I think for days. and he has pegs on his tank for somebody to stand on. Like he's got little foot pegs. Oh, so I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So Damn it. Goldbuster standing on the back of his tank here, riding shotgun, ready to, to, to fuck up some Outback X-Men. Like it's just, it really sp- to me, it speaks to, once again, to the commitment that Hasbro has to fans, uh, 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 longtime fans of Marvel and X-Men. You know, when was the last time Bonebreaker did anything significant? When has he ever done anything significant, really? But <laughs> I, they, they, not only are they releasing him, but they took the time to really, like, get him so perfectly right. Uh, again, it just speaks to the level of care and commitment that this team has to to get us these, like, 
really minor characters, but to do them, you know, just as well as they would a Captain America, Thor, or Iron Man figure. So that is our top 10 Marvel Legends list with our bath. DM us on Instagram, social media, slide into our DMs and let us know your top 10s. But because we are Dayspring and Flink, we do not always agree. And in the past, our friendship has almost ended just putting together a very basic list. But we've now worked around it where we can do honorable mentions and a bonus yes. figure. Yeah, we have to have honorable mentions and bonus. So, so we're we're gonna we're gonna kick off this next part with a honorable mention, and mine is gonna be Mystique throwing Bibbit Nightcrawler because yes. obviously someone at Hasbro has a fucking sense of humor, and I love it. Like she's literally holding a baby Nightcrawler, which is a repaint of the Hulk, the baby yeah. Hulk that came with was it Old Man Hawkeye? Yes, I think so. Yeah, but. It is absolutely beautiful. Mystique in of herself is great. She got an updated head, which yeah. was nice. And she is going to take my honorable mention. Right there. I, of course, she's cell shaded. So I have thoughts. Uh, and I didn't, I did not get her, but I have to say. The you didn't get her? I didn't. I didn't. Really? I might. so campy and over the top. I thought that would totally be up your alley. I honestly, I'm so shocked that you did not get her. Do you know the space issues that I have? <laughs> Bitch, I, I downgraded my square footage and I still got her. Well, okay. Well, you're a crazy person. We know this. Um, <laughs> no, I I probably will get her. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. I do want baby Nightcrawler for her to throw over the cliff. And well, the thing is, I it, she would have been an immediate purchase if her head, if the blue or if her blue paint matched the Walgreens version that we got, because I do love her head. I do love her like sort of slicked back animated series hair that she has. Um, and I would swap it out, but the blues are just totally, they're, they're not even close. So can't, I can't do that. And plus, the, I don't know. I still, I still really love, I still really love the Walgreens one with her like really angular uh, bob. She, she's still really nice. That but, Walgreens yeah. is a flawless one. But um, that the, baby Nightcrawler is worth the it, cost of admission. I would have forgotten about it had it not been for Baby Nightcrawler and that sixth sense of humor. Because for those of you at home who probably don't know, Mystique notoriously throws Baby Nightcrawler off a waterfall. That's it. And I believe it was Chuck Austin who retconned it that he bamfed out or something like that. But yeah. up until Chuck Austin, she threw him off the waterfall and he somehow survived. So <laughs> Right, right, right. Uh, Amanda Sefton and her her mom found him floating down the river and joined their circus or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I you know it's it's one hell of a uh, of an origin story to to have your mom throw you throw you over over the cliff is is how you got your start. But yeah, I you know I didn't pick her, but I fully support uh, your including Mystique here. The only one, the little asterisk I just want to put here that I wanted to put as an honorable or a bonus figure is Nova. Not because I think she's a particularly good figure, but I think there was so much hype for Nova. Yeah, You hold her, she's fine. She is a fine figure, but she's just not worthy of best of, honorable and stuff like that. But that, I, I teetered back and forth with Mystique with ba throwing Baby Nightcrawler and Nova. I feel Nova deserved it only for the hype. Yep. But I think Mystique gets it. It's funny. It was a great, it was a great little gag. And we got, we got, there we go. Anyways, what, who is your honorable? Who's your honorable? 
Okay, so this was actually my determining my honorables was actually harder than than the list that we agreed upon because left to my own devices, <laughs> I can I can tend to to overthink things. And there are there are a bunch of figures that were sort of floating out there, like the retro Iron Man that we talked about. Uh, he's up there. Uh, I really like the Viper that we got. Again, dynamic hair. Uh, I really love that. Um, I love the silk that we got in the box set. Oh yeah, so um, but. In the end, the one that I landed on was Retro Card Scorpion. You're from... so mask for mask. What the fuck is? I mean, it's a great figure. It it, is it's a great really... figure. I I have such nostalgia for uh, this figure in the the Toy Biz line, um, and I think they just did a really good job. What I'm like most I think impressed about is he has this big heavy ass tail, and yet. I have absolutely, watch, it's not going to work. I have, oh, it did, it did. I have absolutely no problem standing him up. I mean, you would think that there would be some struggle. I have trouble getting people with capes to stand up. So you would think that, you know. Or oh, Emma with her heels, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Don't Always even toppling get me started. Over. Don't even get although, me started. Although you cannot give us an Emma figure without heels. Yes, please. You really can't. Um, yeah, no, he's just a really great figure. I mean, I, I, it, the, the green is really vibrant. The head sculpt is really good. Yeah. Like the, the, the texture on the suit, like they didn't, this could have been a rather simple, uh, repaint slash reissue of an existing Scorpion figure that they have, but they went, they put the extra effort in to make sure that he, you know, was actually reflective of how the character looked in the nineties and on the show, um, and I, I, I love him. I, I, I think he, uh, I think he's great. He makes me want to actually build a Spider-Man display, which is not something I have had in the last like 15 plus years. So, uh, yeah, retro card scorpion. Um, I do. Okay. This is not actually my honorable mention, but we, we do, I do feel like collectively that we, we have to shout out, uh, the bone breaker wave siren just for existing. She's actually kind of a crappy figure. Like the oh, head, isn't, the head isn't great. The pain isn't great. The cape is almost awful, but I, I, I have to give high. I think props. shouting out for existing is also how I would describe Nova. That is chef's kiss. Perfect. Like siren and Nova shout out for just existing. Yeah. You deserve it. You could have been better figures. Right. You're we're, I'm, I'm fully hoping that, you know, that uh, we get a, a an updated siren with a screaming portrait and maybe, I don't know, some detail on her costume rather than just paint. Um, yeah. But, you know, sh like I said, shout out, shout out for existing. You exist, you've been on our list forever and we're happy to at least have you floating with your weird uh, cape in the back of our X-Force displays. All right, bitch, who is your bonus figure? My bonus figure, again, this was really difficult. Uh, I almost gave this to Sentry. Um, and in fact, I just decided this morning that I wasn't going to give it to Sentry, that I was just going to shout out his weave, uh, <laughs> Electra. So this is a last minute. We had already finalized our lists when, when yeah. this figure oh. showed up. So it is Walgreens Moon. Oh, yes. Oh. I look at this face. Oh, she looks so good. And that's a reused head that we've seen over and over again. And yet and it over. looks it looks new and better. She has eyelashes. She has eyeshadow. I don't I don't have her. Let me see her. Like, let's see if you can get it. You really can't. It's a little blurry. Oh. But she, no, she but she eyelashes. looks good. 
eyeshadow. If you're just listening, it's that Gene Warbird Gamora Satana yes. head. It's just yes. it's it's sort of a little basic, but the way it is rendered here, it looks brand new and it's perfect for her. They yeah, this figure is all is like I would I'm pretty sure hundred percent reuse. I don't think there's anything unique. Uh, I'm having trouble identifying the the double the double jointed arms, uh, strong lady arms. Those might be new, but or at least new to me. Uh, but I don't know. Just she's a basic white figure with parts that we've all seen before, and yet she is somehow incredible. And I, I you know, she was a last minute uh, end of the year surprise for me. And I, she's she's to me, she's like. Obviously, she's, you know, Thunderbolts and, and all of that. But to me, she's a, a Ms. Marvel, a Carol Danvers villain um, from, well, yeah. um, from what was it? Was it Dark Reign when she took Dark over? Dark Avengers. Yeah. yeah. I So I, the only Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel series I have ever, well, I read the Kamala, obviously, but I'm talking yeah. about like Carol era, era was the Moonstone series. I loved her as Captain Marvel or Warbird or whatever her moniker was. I thought she was so great. It was such a fun series. I came out in like 20, what? Like 20, 20, 2009, something like 2008, that. 2008, 2009. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere that, around that era. Uh, around the same time as well as Stephanie Brown, Batgirl. Like it was it was such a fun era seeing all those shakeups. So I'm always going to have a soft spot for Moonstone. 100% yeah. in it. I love that figure. I'm actually going to buy her now. I'm like, I have like a cart now with retro card Iron Man and moonstone so mm, do there it. she is a great figure i you know like she could be totally basic she's basically all one color uh and yet they they really went above and beyond making sure that she still popped in her own way but that's enough about moonstone in my opinions who is your bonus figure well, I wish I had the retro card Iron Man because I would put him here right now because after seeing him in the palm of your hand, oh, he's so great. <laughs> I really just want to like retroactively like say no, like it's him. But no, I'm going to give it to Speedball. I think Speedball yeah. was a really great figure. He really popped. Again, I'm always going to have a soft spot for Robbie because I was working at Wizard when Civil War happened and obviously he is the conduit for that. <laughs> Um, he became very emo with his penance. Again, hashtag not my penance. God. So Hasbro, don't even think about it. Don't even think about giving us penance two before we get penance one. But I just think like he had a lot of really great push back in the day. The character yeah. sort of was solidified. And I was happy to see him in this more vibrant, flamboyant, the hair sculpt, talking about like dynamic hair sculpt. It looks beautiful. I forgot who re who revealed the figure. They it was a fan fan who revealed it, a reviewer who review who who unveiled him. But I remember seeing him and gasping, being like, "Oh my god, he's so great!" I am heartbroken that in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania's Target in the South Hills Village, he is on discount for six dollars and ninety eight cents. That is like year one legends Dang. pricing. He deserves better than that. He has a great deco. His goggles look great. The cell, like the shading, excuse me, on his hair is beautiful and dynamic. I love the figure. It just makes me happy to hold the figure. I'm just happy to hold the figure. I think he he's going to be my bonus. He was on my list, 
but because we're in a marriage here, we have yeah. to compromise. And I want to be friends with you for through well, 2023. Yeah. And I mean, I think it came down to, you know, Thor or or Speedball. And I would have been happy to include either of them because even though I don't own Robbie, I, you know, I You don't again, own I, Robbie? I'm I so don't. shocked by this. Well, he's on clearance now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head to Target and I'm uh I'm gonna go get You're him gonna right buy now. Him. As soon as we're done. No, I really am. I really am gonna buy him. Um, I think it was just kind of a lack of awareness that he existed. I don't yeah. really uh well, there's so much sometimes you yeah just forget like figures shipped or exist yeah and you know i don't pay a whole lot of attention to to male marvel characters that don't have you know x's on their on their uniforms <laughs> so um you know i just he sort of slid by me but i have i have seen him in person and the one thing that i really want to call out and give hasbro uh props to is the uh texture that they added it's not sculpted oh, yeah. but they did do like he has the the circular rings on his costume and i feel like they're you know, there was a time. Uh, what did what did that action figure website call it? They called it the dark. What did, the dark ages? Oh, figure figure like yeah, the dark era or uh, Hasbro the dark ages. Yeah. So I, you know, had this figure been released during the the Hasbro dark ages, I don't think they would have even bothered to try and put that texture on his costume. But the fact that they they did put it on there and it looks so good, like I haven't I've seen multiple of the figures and I haven't seen you know any smudgy rings no. or things out of whack. Uh, yes, does he clean deco? Does he come with any like power effects or anything? See, no, I think so that's, that's a little bit of a miss. That's why he really I wouldn't have pushed for him because he's just it's just a figure and the build a part figure, like the build a figure of like part. He deserved like really like animated accessories, you know what I mean? Like pink and green and yellow balls. Like you would think those would be easy pack-ins or something like that. I feel like he could have benefited from something like the Bone Breaker Wave Havoc had, something that like plugs yeah. into his back with the power Agreed. effects or or kind of like. Honestly, they already have the power effect. The sunspot yep. figure yep. has something has like the little bubble things that he has plugged in his back. Uh, I think that, that would have been that would have taken uh, Robbie Baldwin over the top. But again, you know, for a figure that I don't uh, have and haven't actually physically uh, posed and played with, I he's he I from what I can tell, he is an extremely well done figure, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to track him down now. Yeah, the budget went to the goggles. Like, they're translucent, and you can see his eyes in there. And, like, it's a great, like, head sculpt and everything. But, like, yeah, 100%, like, the fact that we did not get those accessories that already existed, sad. It's a little sad, but, uh, you know, we we have already discussed, you know, budgets and pack-ins and all of, you know, all of that goodness. Bitch, been... two hours later, Jesus. I told Jeff, I was like, oh, I'm only going to be an hour, don't worry. And he's here, like, bitch, we're in the car waiting. Like... We're going holiday shopping. Um, okay. 2023 most anticipated, excited figure. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be any surprise to anyone who's paying attention to what shirt I am wearing. My most, my most wanted and my most excited uh, definitely is Monet. If mm -hmm. she is not modern day penance house of X with the, with the, with the swap parts, that's fine she is looks fantastic uh in her generation x costume it's very clear that they derived her from terry dodson art you know how i feel about terry dodson i am just over the moon that we are getting to generation x characters and i couldn't be more pleased that we are starting with my favorite miss monet 
100%. I wanted to call out that for like the future of the wave, like what we're seeing in 2023. It looks like they're doing a lot of characters based off of like specific art, right? Like we have Emma with the John Cassidy. We have Terry Dawson. You just mentioned the Scotty Young um, ex-baby. You mentioned Art Adams for Dazzler and and, and Longshot. I wonder if that's going to be sort of the future of the wave now where, you know, or the series, excuse me, where they're going to like see specific, like, are we going to get Frank quietly era, like new X-Men looking figures, you know Please. what I mean? Which are hyper stylized. I wonder if hyper stylizing and tailoring to an artist's specific vision of the character is going to be the way of the future. I think, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest with you, but I'm happy we have M because M looks great. Yeah. I, we can disagree about Emma, but Emma, for me, I, I didn't, I like John Cassidy's art. I just think some of the figures models, oh my God. Did you freeze? Or are you just like glaring no. at me? Glaring. <laughs> glaring at me. You're like, we're done. But I'm curious to see that. But no, 100% M is I'm excited for her. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm okay with 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 artist specific stylized figures as long as they still fit in uh, with with, you know, the overall line. I think uh, an example of of a figure, I, a stylized figure that I love, but maybe wasn't the greatest to to fit into the overall line was, of course, Rachel Gray uh, from oh, yeah. like 15 years ago. I love that figure. She's horribly I outdated, too. but she uh, was a Chris, you know, a Chris Bacallo drawing brought brought to life. And I I loved it. Uh, it just didn't jive with the rest of the line. So I think as long as they get that balance right, where we can be like, oh yeah, that's a Terry Dodson Monet, but it doesn't disrupt the flow of, of this whole set. I'm, I think that's the right balance to strike. What my, my most anticipated 2023 is going to be Banshee as part of the X-Men box sets that we're getting. Yep. I, I think we talked about this, either we talked about it on DMs or, or somehow, but I am shocked that they didn't give us a Generation X Banshee out of the gate. That's fine. They can reuse it. But I love this Banshee. He looks great. We know that Banshee was a very contentious figure during the Annihilus wave, especially with <sighs> Emma. So I'm glad that Dwight is able to make good on that without leaving the series because yes, that was the first figure he ever he ever designed. And if he was ever going to do it again, he was going to leave. But I think he looks great. It's a Jim Lee Banshee. We both love him. Yeah. I mean, you have brought up the figure from the Toy Biz five inch days where you had to like blow in him and he does the whistle. I think absolutely perfect. Was it Dan? I think Dan took an Instagram or tweeted a photo of holding him in hand and he looks fucking great. So I can't I'm 100. I, I can't wait. I'm here for it. I'm really excited. He's my most anticipated, more so than any of the other figures in those box sets. And oh, yeah. I, I, I think they all look great. I'm very happy with them. Yeah. But Banshee is the one that I'm going to be eagerly yes. awaiting for. And Banshee, we've talked about this, especially during the X-Men vote of, what, 2020? Whenever, mm-hmm. when we had Jeremy on the podcast, uh, the actor who played him in the Generation X TV movie, Banshee does not get the love and respect he deserves. No. This figure, again, brings dignity to that character. And that's what and, and that's what I really love about Hasbro. You have characters like Maggot, who are kind of like a gag and they bring dignity and pride to it. it I agree. It, you know what I mean? So yeah. 100% like Banshee, they have done our boy well. Cannot wait for him. I hope we get a Generation X repaint yes, variant, same. whatever of him, because it would be really awful if we don't. 
No, I, yeah. And I, the costumes are so similar. I could see them being like, oh, we don't need to do that. And like, no, you do. We need the, <laughs> you do. It's, he needs the, he needs the scruff. He needs the gauntlets. If they want to give him, you know, a swappable Boston Celtics coat uh, instead of, of his cape, I'm down for that too. But there's enough differences between those looks that, yeah, Generation X Banshee has to be his own release. We can't fudge it. Okay. Okay. Final one. Final. Yes, we are still listing figures somehow after two hours. We cannot stop. Um, the most wanted figure, not 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 that has been revealed, but one that we want to see revealed. And I don't think uh, that anyone on this planet is going to be surprised by, by who I want the most, given that I have been ranting for over a year over her not being included in the Excalibur box set. Uh, we need Rachel. We need Rachel Summers and we need her now. Uh, it is. Why? Why haven't we gotten her? Why? Why? Why give us Dark Phoenix? Just give us Rachel. <laughs> just give us Rachel. Like, it would have probably been cheaper if they just like repainted a Black Widow head and put her on the Dark Phoenix body and put it in the retro card. Why? Sorry. Well, because that's not the Rachel we want. <laughs> we want Dominatrix spiked red leather high Fair. heels uh rachel i would accept of course what you just described it would be phenomenal but if but we that's what are... the dark phoenix body is going to be used for you're going to be able to put whatever rachel we get where you're going to be yeah. able to put her head on the retro yeah. card dark phoenix right you're we but we 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 have to have her with her spiky hair and her braid and i want her with multiple heads i want her with flame hair i want her with her hound tattoos i want her without her hound tattoos I want her with clip-on fire effects, like one the whole shebang. She would be a wonderful, like what they did with Archangel for GameStop, yes. what they did for Apocalypse in, in you know in the fan channel exclusives. She is a deluxe figure. She comes with multiple heads. I will pay seventy dollars for her. Yes, just just put her Anything. out there. Whatever, like just put the figure out there. Whatever the price works out to be, people want it. They're gonna want it. Like. Rachel is deserving. I it really does baffle me. We don't have a Rachel. Yeah, I don't at this I, point. I fully confused. I you know I think I've said it on the podcast before, but during the live stream where they revealed the Excalibur box set, when they wrapped it up without revealing Rachel, my face was literally Cracked. hot. It was hot. Like I was warm mm. and red faced. I was so upset that they're giving us everyone but my favorite character. It's time. I mean, we were just talking about the the Rachel figure we got in 2007, 2008. Uh, I'm not sure which year, but, you know, it was a great figure for its time. The Dark um, Ages of Marvel Legends. The, it was it was a shining light of the Dark Ages of Marvel Legends, but it is time to bring Rachel into this new golden era of legends that we're living in. And we have to finish off the, the freaking Excalibur team where we're one person away it is time. If we don't get her in the first half of 2023, I'm going to riot. I, I think, I think, I think I'm going to riot. Well, let, let me tell you figures that I'm going to riot if we don't get. And speaking of finishing off waves is my most wanted, which is Maria Gaia Santos, AKA feral. I just give us her what, what the heck yeah. she's probably like the, one of the, I don't want to say the easiest figures, but she should be a slam dunk figure. I mean, just give us her already. I want her in the bubblegum pink uniform, yes. big orange, bright colors, the white yes. streaks. She she is the last figure we need, and we will have classic X-Force, and yeah. I'll be very happy with It's her. wild. 
while that we do not have her, I cannot, you know, I, 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 I think if my, my, my powers of prediction, you know, or, or maybe just wish fulfillment, I think if we could get a box set with Feral, a better siren and a, a more brightly colored 90s cable. We would, would be done. That's it. It would, it would sell out everywhere. Everyone would be so thrilled. That cable is so hard to find now. I, you know, every, we would get another shot at Siren and we would wrap up X-Force with Feral. I, I, I can't, you know, two thirds of those figures already exist. And we have a tiger body just waiting for a Feral head. It's, it's, it's time. It's time, Hasbro. Let's We have up. everyone. We have Shatterstar. We have Thunderbird. We have Cable. We have Cannonball. We have Domino. We have Siren. Just, we have Boom Boom, obviously. Does give us feral that's it we just want feral we want her we we you know she is a, a signature rob liefeld mutant creation and we know that rob liefeld marvel legends style figures sell like gangbusters just do it she'll sell just do it just do it well bitch i am tired i can't believe we two hours i can my god are you kidding no. like i was we like love let's toys. do one hour we love toys but one of the things that we love about our community is that everyone's vocal. So we did have a few people giving us some videos. We have some really great superstars here. We have Agent M, Ryan Panagos, who contributes to this. Um, we also have Dan Yun from the Hasbro team who tells us who his favorite figures is, his favorite Marvel Legends figure. So we we source the community. You source some of your new coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I my my coworker Lacey, uh, she she breaks down her favorite figures for us. Um, my dear friend Mikey, who some of you may know online as Stem Cell Toys, he is an amazing customizer. Uh, he takes us through several of his his favorite figures of the year uh, because he's just that passionate, and we love him for it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, one of my favorite things uh, about legends. I think I said it, you know, when we were doing our, our intro is, is, is the community around it. Um, it was a shame to see some of, like I said, some of the toxic, the toxicity of like other, you know, action figure fans like star Wars kind of, kind of creep in this year, but overall, you know, the, our fellow collectors are just as important as, as the, the figures themselves. And, I'm, I'm really excited to, to hear what everybody, you know, has to say, you know, we are not our, as much as I, I love our opinions and as much as we clearly love to talk uh, and, and share our opinions with everyone, we are not the, uh, the be all end all when it comes to no. religions. And I'm really excited to get some, some other voices uh, in the mix here. Yeah. We have Slayer Fest 98. We have yes. Laner things. We have co-host of the podcast, Michelle and her husband justin we have mini made it we have rod who is such a wonderful person yes we have we also have our contemporaries the ex-wife justin and alicia and of course we have wolver steve spoilers on who wolver steve picked <laughs> uh, I, I i i can't imagine i can't i can't wait to hear him rant about cyclops <laughs> yeah exactly it was a cyclops figure just but um, we, we may have a few other people by the time this episode airs. So, you know, please sit back and listen to our community and the figures that resonated with them. Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? This is Dan from Hazard Marvel Legends. Uh, I want to really say, first off, happy holidays and blessings to everybody within the Power of X-Men community. 
I know the question is, you know, what's your favorite Marvel Legends for 2022? But honestly, that changes every five minutes. So I'm going to cheat. And I'm just going to really highlight the X-Men VHS program that we had uh, for 2022. Shout out to Dan Wiesmeyer, who did uh, the artwork. Um, and really shout out to the Leewalds, who really helped create uh, one of the best 90s cartoons of all time, which is the X-Men animated series. I know for me, that was the gateway drug to my X-Men fandom. So I wouldn't be a big X-Men fan if it wasn't for that uh, show. And so I really need to shout out to them. Shout out to the rest of the Hasbro Marvel Legends team that brought this uh, subline to life. Um, I hope we have another opportunity later on to continue this subline. And I hope that uh, people really enjoy the characters that we brought from the subline, like Morph um, and some of the accessories, like the, uh, the photograph uh, accessory. I love that. Um, but yeah, overall, I just want to say to everybody within the Power of X-Men community, thank you so much for uh, being fans of Marvel Legends. Without you, we wouldn't have uh, Marvel Legends uh, as a toy line still. So thank you guys so much and have a happy holidays. Peace out. Hey, Power of X-Men, your old pal Wolver Steve here. Best Marvel Legends of 2022. There can be only one. No Highlander nonsense here. It's the main man. The Wolverine. Look at this gorgeous art from Dan Mayer as always from the X-Men animated series, as we all know. See my little Christmas tree there. Uh, however, look at this gorgeous figure. As Dan said, um, awesome to have the little photo of Cyclops and Jean in there as well. Cracking figure. I love it. I absolutely bloody love it. It's just a nice figure. I bought far too many as usual. That aside, of course, there has to be another one as well. Ta-da! This little bad boy. I spent far too long in lockdown making my own version of this with a Hugh Jackman likeness. So I'm quite happy that they actually brought out a modern day comic book version of it as well. Love it. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous artwork as again. David uh, Nakamura, I believe. Happy days. Happy days indeed. Enjoy, everyone. Hey, Power of X-Men team and all the fans out there. This is Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. And I like this idea of our favorite Marvel legends of the year, our top ones. It's a tough one. I'm sure there will be a lot of different opinions here. I've got a couple. Uh, first, Spider-Man and his amazing friends set. Come on. It's so good. I haven't opened it yet because I just got it. Uh, but it comes with Ms. Lion. Is there anything else that we need in this world? I mean, yeah, there's probably a few things. But the Ms. Lion figure is terrific. And then I think my top top would be Mojo. Just look at that sweet boy. So good. Got him there on the shelf. So cool. Uh, look, lots more to come in 2024. We are the X-Wife Podcast. Alicia. Justin. And we're talking our favorite Marvel Legends of the Year 2022. I know my favorite re-release with upgraded features, Beast. Beast. And my favorite redesign of a classic, Renew Your Vows, Spider-Man. But my favorite overall... The number one spot for Justin. It's a Build-A-Figure, and it's the Tank Centaur, the Reavers, Bonebreaker. Can't go wrong, honestly. Yeah. Now, for a while, I thought Venom was my favorite Marvel legend of the year. When Justin first showed him to me with his giant wings, I was in love. However, I've recently done some Christmas shopping, and I have a new love, and his name is Moon Knight. 
and he takes the top spot for my favorite Marvel legend of 2022. Looking forward to seeing everyone else's choices. My favorite Marvel legends of 2022 is Maggot. Because I was 15 when this character was first revealed and I never expected that 25 years later I would own his action figure. Hi, this is Lacey, uh, aka Frankenstein on Twitter and Instagram, here with my favorite Marvel Legends of 2022. And because I've had a hard time picking just one, I was told that I could do my top three. So the first runner up is the retro collection figure of Marvel's Hercules. Um, he's not like an overly special figure or anything. There's nothing like super duper unique about him, but Hercules doesn't get enough love. Um, I really like his sculpt and his paint job with all his little extra extra fur and hair and his little harness. Um, and he came with extra, a few extra accessories like extra hands and an extra head and his mace. Um, but he is my first runner up um, because he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't get enough love, uh, but they've been putting a lot of really cool Hercules figures out uh, lately and he is one of my favorites for the year. And then uh, my second place uh, figure to win my heart this year was the 90s animated series Wolverine. Um, he was complete with cell shading and everything. I know a lot of people don't like that. It's not my favorite thing because it kind of looks a little wonky there, but um, I do love him uh, mainly because he does come with his lovely picture frame that he can long over. Uh, you, the possibilities are endless with it because you can change it out and I have put Hercules in it and he's sad about Hercules um but I do love him and then uh my absolute favorite Marvel Legends figure of 2022 has to be the awesome retro collection figure of Marvel's Beast um because look at this sculpt job look at that it's all the details his little angry face and his little booty and his little shorts that's one of the things I look at is their booties. Wolverine's got a nice butt. He's got a little good butt. It's kind of, you can't really see it. The details are funny. But um, he came with so many different accessories, including his little glasses. Um, I wish they stayed on better, but they don't. Um, and I wish that he came with actually like a book for him to read in his little hand uh, instead of like a, a flask, a Florence flask and a beaker for each hand or whatever. Um, so, but he came with his little lab coat. It's cute. And, um, all the points of articulation, including toes, which is rare on figures. I feel all figures should have toe articulation because you can just pose them in all sorts of different ways. Um, and that's the main thing that I do with my figures is I, I like to open them so they can breathe and I can pose them, um, in all sorts of different situations. So, I hope that uh, you agree with me. Those are my favorite Marvel Legends of the year, and I can't wait to see what everybody else's are. Yay! Goodbye! Hey, this is Mikey from Stem Cell Toys, and these are my top picks for Marvel Legends in 2022. Now, this was another record year for Marvel Legends with lots of surprises and a few curveballs. So let's go ahead and jump right on in. At number 10, showing some much-needed love for Marvel vs. Capcom 2, we have our vintage card Iron Man. At number 9, sporting a fantastic likeness, we have Wakanda Forever, Nakia. 
from the Disney Plus show coming in at number eight, we have She-Hulk. Great figure. Loved that show. He's big. He's purple. He's number seven. Apocalypse. Love this vintage card figure. At number six, we have from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Defender Strange. It's a great figure, great accessories. Definitely recommend getting him if you haven't already. At number five from the Doc Ock and Silk 2-pack, we have the much-needed update of Silk on this new body. She definitely is the standout figure of that 2-pack. At number four, sporting a brand new sculpt and a fantastic mullet, a figure we've been waiting for for a long time, this is Longshot. Just look at that. You could stroke that all day. It's fantastic. At number three, it is all about the D, and I do mean Dazzler. What a great figure. Thank you, Hasbro. Love that. At number two, it is our VHS animated Cyclops. Now, this is probably going to be at the top of a lot of people's lists, and with good reason. It's fantastic. At number one, this figure is a lot of fun. And it is Zombie Scarlet Witch. Love this. It's bizarre. It's unexpected. It's super fun. So, there were also a couple of honorable mentions. Both VHS X-Men. And the first is Morph. Love this likeness. Great figure. Thank you, Hasbro. And finally, because solely for her head sculpt, the animated Storm. And that is my review of Marvel Legends in 2022. See you next year. Hey, Familia. For my pick of Marvel Legends 2022, there's no one else that can have this award, in my opinion, because it's the toy that has brought me the most entertainment. And that is Dr. Susan Storm Richards. Hear me out. The figure is trash. It is the ugliest female figure we have ever seen in our entire lives. But... How much time have we spent talking about it, strategizing it, comparing customs and recipes on how to fix her? That's why vote for Dr. Susan Storm Richards for Marvel Legends 2022. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm Justin. And together we're Adventures in Geekdom. And we have both chosen our top legends for 2022. It was, it was tough. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was not fully impressed with a lot of the drops because I couldn't see them in the packaging. And since I'm a mitten box collector, I like to see what I'm buying. But my choice, the packaging made it well worth it. And my choice for best legend of 2022 is going to be the... X-Men animated series Storm because my friend Dan Wiesenmeyer did the box art on this and it is so nice. Like, like I grew up with the series so this was super nostalgic for me. Also, I love the cell shading on her. I think, I think with Storm it works the best just because that's how she was in the animated series. Like, it just it just totally complements her whole look. And on this particular one, her hair 
is boss af like look at that volume and also the difference between this one and the other two retro cards is that you can see her eyes like you can see her beautiful eyes and i just thought that was so nice like it just looked it looked like the storm that i grew up with so that's my top legend for 2022 and my top legend for 2022 is going to be wakanda forever ironheart the riri i just love the detail they have in the in the armor they nailed it right from the movie they even gave you the spare head which they killed it it looks just like her. yeah it looks just like her the details in the face and the hair on point i love all the accessories it comes with i'd probably say this is one of the the nicest most in not inclusive but um detailed probably detailed legend they had i like that she has a lot of really cool accessories too yeah. sorry i know it's justin's yeah, favorite but this was that's what my I was trying to bring up this was my <laughs> my runner-up for this year it was between storm and the iron heart <laughs> I mean, I also really like to collect the ladies, and I feel like both of our picks are really strong females, and this particular one, like, she just looks, she also looks boss AF. I mean, like, I love it. Even her packaging is thicker, because she's got, she's got a little extra. extra. Like, I like that. I like that so much. Um, She was a great character in the movie, too. So, I, yeah. I mean, this, this figure... I think you can probably mix and match it. I'm looking over at the, uh, the comic, comic Ironheart. I feel like both of them are so different. Like the looks are so different, but you can maybe like mix and match some parts, you know, play with it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I just love how they matched the detail from the movie so well in this one. Yeah. And such a great character. I know. So. so I feel like both of our top picks are super cute, super awesome. Like, yes, yes, girl power. Girl, girl power. power in 2022. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ian Carlos Crawford from Slayer Fest 98. Um, here to talk about my favorite Marvel Legends of the Year. I'm going to cheat and say I have three. One of them I can't find right now. I spent too much time looking for her. I don't know where she is. But it is uh, the last minute edition of Zombie Scarlet Witch from the Disney Plus series. The hair is fucking awesome. I love the hair design love a big hair um and i just like a zombie thing i know it's mostly a repaint of the first mcu scarlet witch figure but the face and the hair make it so cool uh and they gave her the pinless arms which i'm only recently realizing what that meant uh but my other two favorites i have show and tell she hulk from the disney plus series uh i think it's like really this is some of their best likeness. It looks so much like Tatiana Mislani, and I like that she comes with different hands. She's got some really good poses. Good figure. Uh, and then my other favorite is Moon Knight from the Disney Plus series. This figure is fucking cool. I just like that... I always like when they can use a new body, and they're not just reusing the same bodies. They tend to do that with the guys. It's actually why I like the MCU figures. I know a lot of people aren't huge fans of them. But, like... You know, this is a brand new design, as is this. Like, these figures, they had to do new sculpts and everything. Love it. A plus, my favorites. Hey, True Believers. Blainer Things here with my favorite Marvel legend from 2022. 
and that has to be the X-Men animated series VHS collection Cyclops. Now, the reason I'm choosing Cyclops out of this line is because we didn't just get uh, a new repaint or a few new pieces like some of the other figures, but we got a completely new sculpt, uh, fully new tooling, bright colors, double jointed, pinless elbows and knees, butterfly shoulders, uh, bright cell shading colors that really pop. Definitely an upgrade from the original. So you've got no more wobbly straps or chest piece, and this figure looks like it, it really jumped right out from the screen. Uh, an excellent upgrade and a necessity to the X-Men collection. So congratulations to the Hasbro Marvel Legends team. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to see what 2023 brings.